Hello and welcome to the Codex Prime Podcast. We are on episode 230, and it is Tuesday, February 23rd, 2021. I am your host, Victor Omoyo, and with me as always is my co-host and social media chair, Carl Bird. What's happening, everyone? Yes, indeed. And uh, joining us in the Zoom studios, we got a star-studded panel over here, as well as a few spectators who are joining us. Um, first off, we got uh, uh, the the, philo- the philosophical of the UWO podcast, Mr. Brian Lopes. Howdy ho, Winslows. Yes. <laughs> I see what you did there. And once we get to that round... Once we... That's my trademark on the show, Vic. You know that. I, I know. I know. Oh, I know. I know. We'll, 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 we'll get into Urkel Mania uh, later on. And also uh, joining us in the studio, uh, returning uh, uh, a friend of the sh- dear friend of the show, uh, part of the Party Nerds uh, in Gamerdelphia, uh, dear friend of the show, Patricia Figueroa. Welcome back. Hey, guys. Thank you. Yes, yes. And also uh, joining us in the studios, uh, also returning to the show, um, he is the voice of the city, Bad Lad the Comic, uh, Lad Dennis Lopes. Welcome back, sir. Thanks for having me, man. This is going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Absolutely. And also, as you can see here, we've got uh, three spectators who will, uh, who will, you know, be watching, you know, watching us and, uh, you know, maybe maybe chiming in with some of their opinions uh, as, as, as we move through this Black Sitcoms tournament. We've got Andrea S., Lauren Nance, and Rick Ruler uh, jo- joining us spectating. So, yes, thank you all. One, thank you all for joining us here on tonight's podcast. We have the Black Sitcoms Tournament. So we have 32 shows, 28 live action, four animated uh, series, and we're gonna get, we're gonna move through all of them. We're gonna have some fun <laughs> debates, and we will determine the winner, the one and only winner of what is the uh, what is the best black sitcom out of these 32 shows. Uh, already we have some comments here. Um, Gary Threat says Key and Peel for the for the win. Well, Key and Peel is not a it's a sketch comedy show, but not a sitcom. But Key and Peel is 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 awesome. Uh, Robinson Shannon in the chat saying classic black TV titty meat. I don't understand what that means. Um, <laughs> uh, John Haponic, a super villain of the show, is cheering for Bernie Mac. And we have Gabe Jackson joining us. And yes, uh, uh, Gary Threat, we will vote with integrity. So. As as just to give a quick rundown of all the shows in in the in this tournament, you're gonna see uh, the Bernie Mac show, the Steve Harvey show, the Hughleys, Blackish, Sanford and Son, the Jeffersons, Good Times, Rock, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, One on One, the Parenthood, My Wife and Kids, Smart Guy, Everybody Hates Chris, the Boondocks, the PJs, Martin, the Wayne's Brothers, My Brother and Me, Keenan and Kel, Who Loves Orange Soda. Uh, Hanging with Mr. Cooper, The Jimmy Fox Show, A Different World, Malcolm and Eddie, Living Single, Girlfriends, Moesha, The Parkers, Sister, Sister, Family Matters, The Proud Family, and The Cleveland Show. Yes, 32 shows. There can only be one winner. So we will begin with the first round, ladies and gentlemen. First matchup, The Bernie Mac Show versus The Steve Harvey Show. Two of the original kings of comedy going head to head. Let's begin with uh well let's have ladies first. Miss Figueroa, what show do you choose in this contest? Sure. So I'm gonna go with the one I watched more, and that was Steve Harvey. Like I watched that all the time. I think it came on WB. 
like back when the whole dancing frog and all that was like yeah. back in the day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, I really want to all the time. <laughs> Bernie Mac was hilarious, but I didn't watch it as much. So I just feel like I have to go with one that I saw more. And I love Steve Harvey, so I got to go with Steve Harvey. Okay, all right. One for Steve Harvey. Uh, Bad Lad, what you got? Um, Damn, man, that's a tough first rounder. I feel, first of all, let me just say, I feel like they should have met in the quarterfinals. Or semis, like, you know what I mean? But this mm-hmm. is hot off the gate, so... Because um, I watched them both. I watched them both. I enjoyed, I, I enjoyed them almost as equally for separate reasons, for their own individual merit. But... um. I'm going to give the edge to Steve Harvey just because of the cast, the supporting cast. And that's not to slight Kalita Smith or, or, or the kids for that matter. But just having said and the kids and how, and how they were able to kind of integrate kids into the later seasons and stuff, because Lydia Liza Gutman was hilarious to me. I don't know. That's my story. I'm sticking to it. So slight edge to the supporting cast that is Steve Harvey. So I say Steve Harvey. Okay. All right. Uh, Mr. Lopes, Brian, what you got? All right. Um, uh, as you guys know, I'm a very casual fan when it comes to like TV shows and stuff like that. But growing up, these were shows that like always resonated with me. And when it comes to a contest like this, where it's two shows that I watched a lot of, and the only thing that gives me the slight edge to the Steve Harvey show that's going to get my vote is with all due respect to the Bernie Mac show, as funny as it was, I felt like the show was more about Bernie's experiences compared to a lot more of the Steve Harvey show. And you got like Cedric's, you got the principals, you got the, the secretary, you got the students, you know, Romeo and stuff like that. It, more, pe- more people stood out for me on the Steve Harvey show than did for the Bernie Mac show. So I'm going to have to give the edge to Steve Harvey on this one. Okay. All right. Three for Steve Harvey. Mr. Bird, what say you? Now, even though Bernie Mac was the first blogger, yeah, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. I gotta get you gotta just like um, Badland said, you gotta give it up to the to the supporting cast. Steve Harvey Show takes it, and not to mention they had one of the most res- underrated couples that never got the respect that they deserved. Which is Cedric Jackie Robinson and Lavita <laughs> Alize Jenkins. Church. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. All right. So uh, looks like uh, looks like there's uh, four for Steve Harvey. So I'm the lone uh, voter for Bernie Mac. Um, I I say that uh, that that Bernie Mac is the uh, is the better show. Uh, but you know, but growing up, but hey, I'm not gonna front. Like, I I enjoyed the Steve Harvey show. You know, but, you know, back when it was on the WB. You know, um, I and, and and I will say that uh, when I, even when I was a young boy, I had a crush on Wendy Raquel Robinson. You know, I I did so. You know, um, I I I, she I, I still I, look good. She oh yeah, she does, she does. You know, shout out to Insecure. But you know, I but I will say that in my opinion, the Bernie Mac show was the better was the better uh, sitcom. Um, and, and and plus, like you, you mean I mean, and, and plus Larry Wilmore is just so talented as as a writer too. So. Absolutely, I I agree. I think it was the better written show. Yeah. It was definitely written better because Steve Steve Harvey could get campy at times. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, but like again, the supporting cast was able to hold that up. So, in the end, they get that nod. But mm-hmm. I always felt the monarch of the two comedies was Bernie Mac. Mm-hmm. And just to go back to something I said earlier, I think the only way 
Bernie would have worked on any sitcom was he had to be Bernie. Mm. Yeah. He had to be Steve Hightower. He, you know what I mean? He couldn't be a shell of himself. The only way it was going to work is that he sold Bernie as Bernie. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Val- valid, valid. So, yeah, I will. So, yeah, um, point, the first round goes to uh, Steve Harvey show. And so for the next match, we have another king of comedy, uh, D.L. Hughley. His show, The Hughleys, taking on Blackish. So, uh, let's begin with uh, with you, uh, uh, Mr. Bad Lad. What do you got in this contest? Blackish, drag some. Mm. I ain't gonna waste your time. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, absolutely fair. Uh, I love D.L. He's one of my favorite comedians mm-hmm. on stage, no doubt. But it doesn't translate. It, well, I don't know, maybe the vehicle they chose for him or whatever, but it didn't work. It didn't translate over. Mm. Yeah, true, true. Forgettable. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, Patricia, what you got? Yeah, I, I'm going to be honest. I haven't seen a lot of either, but I see more of Blackish, right? And I'm a big fan of, I'm sorry, I'm forgetting her name, Diana Ross's daughter. Oh, Tracy Ellis Tracy Ross. Ellis. Tracy Ellis, because I watched every season of Girlfriends. Mm-hmm. So just kind of off that, I'm going to say Blackish, and I think it worked a little bit better. Although yeah. I really like, like, Kings of Comedy, all of that, but we're talking about the shows, right? Not about, like, the actual comedians themselves, so I'll mm-hmm. give it to Blackish. Okay. All right. It's two. Uh, Carl. I gotta go Blackish. Blackish just seemed like more of an impactful show than uh, the Hughleys were. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Possibly right. a lot of people wouldn't even remember the Hughleys. Yeah. I mean, what, what show are we talking about again? A- anyway, uh, uh, Brian, uh, what, what about you? Um, unfortunately, I'm gonna be the sole vote for the Hughleys, only based on the fact that I'm gonna be fair about this. I've never watched Blackish. Okay. So. Right. That's the only reason why I'm gonna. That's gonna be my vote. Nothing against the show, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. As for me, like I've I've only seen a handful of episodes of Blackish, but um just just from what I've seen, it already trumps uh just wipes out uh, the Hughleys, and and I and I will say like you know you know not not no disrespect to D. L. Hughley, but he out of all of the original Kings of Comedy, he was the weakest one, uh, at least in my opinion, but. And and his show didn't really do much for me, so I got to give it to Blackish as well. So that's four to one. Um, but I will say to to give uh, to give the Hughleys his props, as Gabe Jackson says in the chat. Uh, let's talk about Elise Neal, though. Yeah, she was fine. She was fine as uh, his wife on the show. I will say that. All right. Yes. Oh, you're on mute though. Uh, you're you're on mute, you're muted. bad lad. Um, <coughs> you you're muted. Yeah, you're on mute, sir. I'm sorry. I thought I was the echo, so I thought I clicked. Uh, I clicked mute. Mom, so I'm sorry. Yeah. Yes, call, uh, call me when you do the Black Sitcom Wives tournament. Uh, oh, the the what? The Black Sitcom Wives tournament. Wives sir. Oh. Oh. Well. Please call me for that. Okay. Okay. Well, that's that. That's an idea. Are we doing the guys? And that's an idea too. Okay, I'm gonna write down both. <laughs> Wives and husbands. Tournament. Okay, cool. All right, and oh, shout outs to Vilna. She's in the chat. She also says Blackish as well. All right, so uh, now, yes, so now we're gonna go all the way back to the old school era of sitcoms in the seventies. We have on one corner Sanford and Son versus the Jeffersons. 
All right. So with this, uh, let's begin with Mr. Brian Lopes. Red Fox versus Sherman Helmsley. What you got, sir? These are shows I watch with my brothers who are a lot older than I am, and they made sure that I watch these shows. And to me, with all due respect to Mr. Jefferson, Red Fox was just that like icon in my in my household. So I have to go with Sam. And plus the whole, don't get me wrong, moving on up to school, but that it just hits me a little bit different. So I'm going to go with Sam for All right. Okay. Uh, how about you, Carl? You cannot talk the roast sessions between Fred Sanford and Aunt Esther. You got I gotta go Sanford and Son. <laughs> oh yeah, like shut your double-breasted lips up. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that that insult has always stuck with me for some reason. Okay, uh, Patricia, what you got in this contest? Yeah, so, again, got to be honest, I haven't watched a ton of either, but I've watched more of the Jeffersons on YouTube because of my sister. Like, she'll send me random, like, videos and clips, so mm-hmm. I have to go with that just because I have so many of them saved to my favorites. Yep. So I got to go with the Jeffersons. Okay, all right. Uh, bad Lad. This is some Sophie's Choice shit. Damn. <laughs> wow. This is not as easy as you think it is. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I'm going to see your Fred and Esther and raise you a, a, a George and Florence. Mm. Oh, George and Florence, yo, they got on each other's feet. Right, because, and that's the thing, like, where Esther was was, was West Coast hardcore gangster, mm-hmm. Florence was that East Coast smooth, like, she cut you smooth, you know what I mean? She, mm-hmm. she didn't get loud, you know what I mean? She kept it monotone when she was... Decision's gonna have to be based on intangibles, cause like just pound for pound. Oh man, cause like you said, Red Fox is the icon. Mm-hmm. They both have iconic theme songs. They yeah. both have great supporting cast. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I am going to have to say Jefferson's. Okay. Okay. Based solely. On Sanford and Son doing the Michael Jordan move to the Wizards and coming back and rebooting like years later. Mm. Yeah. And Lamont was a part of it. He had some white dude, big white fat dude named Cal, who was a who was an aunt or whatever. They tried to juxtapose, juxtapose, juxtapose those two. Yep. Jordan and Wizards jersey. Mm. <laughs> and that that alone is why I give it to, to, to Jefferson. Mm. Okay. All right. Well said, sir. Uh, yeah, this was a tough one for me, too, because I was thinking about it, um, you know, going into t- tonight's episode. Um, you can say a lot for either show. Um, I mean, Red Fox, I mean, he was he was a master of comedic timing, you know, um, back in back in his time. And uh, and Sherman Helmsley, like, like and like you said, Bad Lad, like his 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 one on one sparring matches with uh, verbal sparring matches with Florence was just like just like the stuff of legend. And of course, you know, the, the late, the late great Isabel Sanford, you know, as Wheezy, you know, uh, you know, one of the iconic uh, 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 sitcom TV wives. Um, 
you know, dang, you know, for this one, you know, I got to pick one. So I'm gonna have to go with the Jeffersons on this one, man. And, 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 and just, just, just by just, just only slightly, only slightly. Cause like I've, I, I have seen more episodes of the Jeffersons. Um, and also like, man, it's it, like, it's just an it's just it's just an iconic show, especially the fact that it it start it started initially as like a spinoff of All in the Family, and it was and it's a show that was very much of its time, but in some in some ways it still resonates to this day, you know, um, moving on up from humble beginnings to the to the East Side, you know, just wanting that you know piece of the pie, you know, we can and we you know we we all we all, we all want that for ourselves, you know, so you know so I, I got to give it to to the Jeffersons, slight edge though. Slight, because let me just say this before we move on. Yeah. For, like I was about maybe seven or eight in edits, like mm. both for, you know for both shows, mm. and it was played in the house, and I I didn't realize till later on it's because it was one of the very first shows that really stood up and told white people how we felt. Mm. Yeah. I mean they had no problem calling you a honky. They had Red, Red Fox instrument heads. They had no problem cutting a white person, and like they wrote it into the script. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like. But Yorkin was 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 good for that. You know what I mean, he was a genius for that. And just let let them be unapologetically black. He was the first ones to be able to do so. Yeah. You know absolutely. what I mean? So watching that as a kid, when everything else on your TV screen is white, it's like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know so. Oh yeah, they they definitely raised the bar. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And Vic, you just got a lot of love from Vic with your vote. Awesome! Awesome! Yeah. All right, so the Jeffersons makes it to the second round, and then uh, closing out the first portion of this uh, of this uh, whole bracket, we have we have an established uh, '70s classic versus an underrated '90s classic. So we have Good Times versus Rock. Mm. See what you did there. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Oh. See what you did there. Yeah, Good Times versus Rock. So. Uh, Let's begin with uh, let's begin with Carl, if he's. Uh, what you what you got for this what you, what you got for this matchup, Rock Emerson or the Evanses? Oh, okay, all right, Carl Carl is oh, wow. dis- Carl is displaying the entire DVD collection of Good Times, the series. Thelma uh, versus JJ. Mm-hmm. Rock was a little too serious for me. Like, Good Times had its moments, but it's still, like, it, it was still a fun show. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah. All right. It says... Wow. Okay. He, he, he got the... Okay, Gabe, Gabe, show some respect. Good Times versus who? Rock, son. Rock. Oh, you're, you're young. You're young. Okay. But anyway. I don't like Exactly. <laughs> But uh, next up, uh, let's hear from Bad Lad. What do you got in this matchup? Um, good times, but no disrespect to Rock, because Rock was like, it was a dope show. Mm. It was one of the more, it was it was the, one of the few black sitcoms that chose to not have a laugh track most times. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? They also went live. They also did a live show. Oh yeah. So like you know, they they pushed the limits from. From the, the acting aesthetic, how about that? Mm. You know what I mean? It was it was a little smart. It was I like I like how you how you I think I understood why you picked those two because they both dealt with strife. Oh yeah. Yep. You know exactly. what I mean? So 
but good times is just it's the da da. You know I mean, it's, it, it, it's the pioneer. You know what I mean? It's like it's like talking about rap groups and not bringing Run DMC into your top three. Mm. Run DMC is not in your top three. You are not allowed to have the discussion. Mm. You know what I mean? Or, or Sugar Hill Gang because of their what they was able to do, and I think Good Times wins on that premise. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Word. I see that. Because at times it got cool, it got very cool. And it, mm. Yeah. You know I mean, yeah. Like with good with Good Times, like you know with um. Oh god, with with JJ Evans, like yeah, things got a little. Catchphrases only they only do it for so much. Of me, right? Yeah, yeah, they they leaned way too much into that, in my opinion. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But, but it, was, was, it was the same. It had nothing. It, it was a groundbreaker. It had nothing to go against it. Mm-hmm. It had nothing to, to compare it to. So. Yep. Yeah, I I just no disrespect to rock, but good times, good times. You see a box set. Right. <laughs> for as much as we love it. None of us has none of us has the rock box. That's true, man. Yo, I'm, I'm gonna start a hashtag. Yo, bring rock to DVD, or at least on Hulu. We'll take Hulu. But right. uh, but yeah, okay. So we got two for good times. Uh, Brian, what do you got? All right. Uh, well, the safe the safe bet for me overall would be to just go with good times because it's this iconic show, Dynamite, you know, JJ and all them. But I'm going to, like we said earlier, vote with our integrity. And my integrity is to vote for something that I know I've watched and had an impact on me. And Rock, to me, was that show back when Fox was just, like, heavy into sitcoms. Hmm. And Rock was that one black show. And it stood out to me. Because, like like Bad Lad said, it didn't have a laugh track. You Hmm. laughed and reacted to what was going on on the show. You know, when the ship was going down with his pops, it it was it, it felt real. Like the interactions felt real. Yeah. So for me, like I said, with all due respect to good times, I'm gonna go with rock. Okay. All right. One for rock. Uh, Patty, what do you got for this one? I have to go. Sorry, <clears throat> I have to go with rock because I watched every single episode, and um, it had a mix to me of like seriousness and then um sometimes it was funny right um but i I never felt like it was forced i'm not a fan of like audience clap now kind of a thing right like i know when to laugh like i know it's funny and i just felt like it was really genuine i loved the main actor and i i don't know why i can't think of his name but i could see him of course in my mind um so that's not it's not a knock to good times i'm just saying like it's literally one of my favorite shows from when i was growing up and Really quick, as an aside, it's like before cell phones and everything, right? I'd literally just be sitting there, like, watching the shows. It really brings back a lot of memories. I have to go with um, Brock for that one, personally. And I want to jump in really quick and say this. This was also before DVR was even around. And, hell, VCR tapes were still a thing. So if you missed a show, you missed a show. So for people who watched Rock during that time period, it's like we actually sat there and watched Rock. You can say the same thing with Good Times, too. But for people who actually watched the show during its heyday, it was like a must watch. Yeah. Right. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So that leaves it a uh, two and two, two and two. Uh, so that leaves me as a lone tiebreaker here. Um, you know, good times, you know, it's, it's legacy cannot be denied and it did pave the way uh, for, for a lot of sitcoms, um, you know, uh, uh, ever since um and 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 to your point uh, uh bad lad yes I, I did put uh good times versus the rock because like they both deal with like you know community strife like you know two you know two uh family 
families like trying to come up in the ghetto with rock in the rock in baltimore and then um you know the evans family back when in the cabrini green projects or like something something like that um for me um i i remember rock very fondly so my vote goes to that show um because charles s dutton you know like he like he's he's an actor he was a very underrated actor like he's someone who like who like wears his emotions on his sleeve and like like when when he when he can get dramatic like you you really feel it and and he but he was never afraid to like to be to be um to show like his goofy side but in in a natural way but not just not playing for laughs but just like something like just like just like a, a natural everyday like like dude would because like he's a, he was a, like he played a, a dude who was like a garbage man a, a garbage yeah. collector yeah every man and, yeah yeah and every man and like you know well, he's he's you know he's living with his with his with his uh, his brother who's who wants to be a musician but then that's all he's all he's focused on and he's like trying to he's basically a mooch. He's living with his with his dad with their dad and then his wife Ella Joyce a, a nurse you know who's just you know just trying to trying to you know trying to trying to you know make, do the best that he can. Yep, absolutely. And he was and, always a proud man. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, he was always a proud man, you know, you know, even though he came from humble, humble beginnings, he didn't he didn't let he didn't let life humble him. And I also love the fact that the show, you know, went live starting in its second season. So like, it's like every week you got like live theater on TV, and and also I gotta say too, two more points is like one, the, the theme songs for both for both uh, the first season and then like the subsequent seasons of Rock were, were dope. Like the first season was um, uh, uh, God Bless the Child by Billy Ho- Billy Holiday, but like done in, in like a barbershop quartet style. That's 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 a dope rendition. And also En Vogue's theme. You know, live your life today, not for tomorrow. That 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 resonates, and also too, like Charles S. Dutton kind of reminds me of my own dad. So that's why I also really like the show. <laughs> so so I, I got I got to give it to Rock. That's three to two. Um, but good times, hey, you know, ain't we lucky we got him? Indeed. So, but you know, we got to give Rock its props. So Rock makes it to the second round, and uh, I'm upset. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's, 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 a bit, it's a bit of an upset, but you know what? You know, rock. You know, it, was a tournament without upsets, though. Yeah, indeed, indeed. <laughs> and uh, and speaking of upsets, well, like this next round here, skipping ahead to the another portion of the bracket, this might make a few make a few people upset here. Um, uh, but first we have two two uh major uh uh, uh women led sitcoms um that were popular in their eras and are, and are both remembered very fondly. Um, this is a tough first round match. On the one corner, we have Living Single, and in the other corner is Girlfriends. Four, four on four. Yeah. So, who who you who you with? Are you with uh, Team Khadija, or are you with Team Tracy Ellis Ross? So let us know. So let's begin with uh, you know what? Let's begin with Patty. Well, what do you got in this contest? <laughs> Okay, so, to the fire, right? I want to say, I've watched every episode of both shows, right? But I was younger, um, obviously, right? For Living Single. Mm-hmm. Um, so, first thing I want to say is, like, it affected me more. Like, it, I was, like, in seventh grade, right? So, it's like, I didn't really know what, like, women at that age went through and all of that, right? Mm-hmm. And I just remember, I'm not good with names, but Kyle, I think his name was, right? Like, he was a lawyer or something. I mean, yeah. I, again, it's just been so long. Stop, 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 stop. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying, like, he had braids. You know what I mean? And I remember I saw that, and I was like, I know it sounds stupid now, but I honestly was like, a black guy doing that with braids? Like, I was shocked, right? I went to Catholic school. Guys can't even have hair past their shoulders, right? 
So it just has such an impact. And of course, like routine and Deej and everyone else, right? So you got Living Single on the one corner, but then Girlfriends, right? I just loved because of the bond, right? Of course, both shows had that bond, but I don't know. I just love seeing how different all the characters were, right? Um, I don't remember their names as well. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you, but you had the artsy chick, right? With the tattoo and the long curly hair. Of course, Tracy Ellis Ross, the really tall woman who just looked like a model, right? So um, I have to give it to Living Single, though, because it impacted me so much. And, like, I still, like, hum the song to this day. So it's a tough matchup, but I have to go with Living Single. Okay, indeed. All right. Uh, Brian, how about you? Oh, man. Uh, I hope I don't offend you with what I'm about to say, and I'm going to make it quick. To me, Girlfriends was just a bootleg version of Living Single. So my vote has to go to Living Single. Plus, Mr. Bird, you know what I'm about to say? Yep. The most underrated couple of all time. <laughs> I think I know it's your show, but Carl, take it away. Sinclair, Jason, Overton, wait. Yes. Yeah. That was love. Yeah. That was love. Oh, dog. Oh, yeah. <laughs> From the beginning of the show to the end. Yeah, that was Absolutely. love. Absolutely. Yeah. It, like, you could not tell me another couple that belonged together. Mm. And Overton was. You Overton was the man. More, he was you the man. couldn't get more Cleveland than Overton. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. So, all right. So, that, I take it that's a vote for living single from you, Carl? Oh, absolutely. I'm binge-watching it now. Oh, yeah. About to. Yeah, Hulu. Wow, awesome. Yep, Hulu. Hulu's got all the episodes. <laughs> all right. And uh, last but not least, Bad Lad. How about you? Um. <laughs> yeah, man. Listen, and I love them both, but, you know... You don't call you don't call living you don't call friends friends you call it the white living single. Yes. 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 Somebody had to say it. Mm. Yes. Let's keep it a buck. Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong, cause and you know I mean I'm I'm trying to be give everybody their merits. So I, when when you said that I was like wow because I will give impact points to girlfriends because they kept UPN's lights on. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they did. Let's keep let's keep it a buck. You know mm-hmm. what I mean like. And, and salute to Kelsey Grammer, cause goddamn, mm. like for him to, to, to like to what he saw in that, and it worked. But yeah. but living single, yeah. and, and living single spoke to me, cause that was I was they was mid to late twenties. I was in my early twenties. Mm. Get it? Like absolutely, absolutely. And and to your point, Patricia, like Kyle's hair, that was major. That yeah. was that was me. That was us. That was people don't us. get it back then. Like basketball yeah. players, like they weren't doing that shit back then. And you people today don't know that. Right. Like they weren't doing that. No, we was braided up. Yeah. If anything, yeah. we was we was transitioning from the flat top to the braids. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or, or just your, your regular regular seasons. You know what I mean? Fades and stuff like that. But like, not like there wasn't many dreads. Like dreads was becoming. It was yeah. coming that way. But like. He, him and Buster Rhymes had the same length of dreads at that time. Mm-hmm. They had a whole episode on Kyle's hair. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Like, yeah. Me and my, because we like, there's, there's, there's two sitcoms that come on every day 
in syndication that my wife and I watch. That is one of them. Mm. Every morning. It's like coffee. Living Single is one of them. You ain't mentioned the other one yet, but it'll be in here. But, yeah. Um, yeah, and and what we always say too is R and B needs to write T C Carson a check because if he had ever cut if he had ever cut and had a major record label deal, there'd be a lot of dudes who'd be out of record sales. T C Carson could sing his ass off. My God, yeah. he did, he did in a couple of shows. And not to mention, yo, the banter between Maxine and Kyle. They were oh. my favorite couple. I, I I was like, okay, I don't want to get into this whole thing, but like, I loved them so much. Like. Mm-hmm. Can I just say I popped when she was on the roof not remembering what the hell happened the night before. Kyle walks upstairs like, you want to go on a date? Yes. Bam. Throws down her high heel and walks away. Everyone's like, what the hell? The country felt that in his soul, bro. I'm telling you, like, we was glued to that, man. Because that was that was that was the season opener. Yeah, yes. the yeah. night before yeah. was, the season, was the season end of. Yeah. And, and, and that chemistry <laughs> between them, it was like you got, literally got two great relationships going on at the same time. You had the lovey-dovey one, and then you got like the, you know what I'm saying, like the I hate you, I hate you, I love you, Jody, I love you too, like that type of feeling <laughs> from, from what was going on there. So you had both different ends of the spectrum. Mm. Right. Absolutely. And you know what? You know, it's, it's a clean sweep for this round. So my vote also goes to Living Single. Um, you know, I, I love the, the chemistry between all four leads and especially with between Kyle and Overton as well. So six leads, actually. Um, I always had a I always I was an admirer of, of, of Kim Cole's character, Sinclair. You know, oh, you know, just comedic genius. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Comedic genius. Very underrated, very too. Underrated. And yeah. like, very yeah. Yes. yeah. yeah. I always admire like they, said it in, like they said in the book, too. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, Vic, but yeah. Kim Cole was fired from In Living Color. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, she was. She was? And it, yeah, she was fired from In Living Color only to do only to do Living Single. And mm-hmm. Keenan was like, I knew he was going to be all right. Yeah. <laughs> mm. And and you know like I've I've always like I've always admired her character Sinclair like how much of a creative and and goofy she was and and like and it's, it's just like she was like the per- the perfect couple between her and Overton as well as as well as Kyle and Maxine man or or should I say Kyle Buck. <laughs> Oh man, and, and 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 looking at the comments here to Aaron Ferguson, yes, T.C. Carson kills my funny Valentine when he was singing that to Maxine in the club. Woo! Yeah. 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 Yeah, it was like that scene in the five heartbeats. Oh yeah. <laughs> My wife likes a cigarette after every time we watch that. <laughs> mm. Yeah. And and I and I will also say too, like um I, I, I was always an admirer of, of Kim Field's character Regine. You know, like, no, people, you know, people, people, people always like to accuse Regine of being bougie, but no, no, no. Regine wasn't bougie. Regine had standards, okay? Regine just Regine wanted to had a taste for the finer things, and just because she came from humble beginnings, you know, some people are like, oh well, she's she's bougie because she doesn't like to stop at at Walmart, and hey, she doesn't like to eat little Caesar's pizza like some people. Listen, listen. Just because you come from just because you come from humble beginnings, man. All right, it don't mean that you can settle for like humble tastes. I mean, look, listen. Uh, she's like, fake. She fake it. As somebody who's watching it right now. She faked it. No, no, no. L- listen, listen, listen. She didn't create bougie. Shout out to Lauren on that one. All she right. created bougie. She faked it. No, no. Somebody watching the show now, she faked it. Okay, listen, listen, listen. Listen. While 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 the rest of while while the rest of like 
while while her while other people are are, are content with wine, wine in a box or ripple, Regine wanted that Chardonnay. Okay, she was good for the Chardonnay, and you can't hate her on her on her for that. And and last thing, her Steven wig game, ripple. her wig game, hunted on point. Love it. Her wig game was strong. This is a wig, and it's nothing like her wig. Her wig game was strong as fuck. I'm sorry. Yes, yes, she absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, she owned it. <laughs> she owned it, right? She owned it. She didn't try like yep. Exactly. Absolutely. Exactly. She took the wig off in the church scene to just to, to smack yes. through the bottom. Mm-hmm. No, she was amazing. Like I'm like, is my lace showing? Like she was like, whoop, like she did not care. Uh, I love her. No. Yeah, absolutely. And uh and looking at looking oh, in the right in the box. Lauren said to stop hating on wine in the box. And listen, it's only like a $5 difference between wine in the box and ripple. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, l- listen, listen, w- wine is meant to be in a bottle with a cork or at least a twist off. You know, I'm fine with the twist off. But in a box, I mean, that's just that's that's just wrong, man. That's like putting ketchup on steak. But anyway, uh, living single. What's wrong with that? Yes, there is. You don't put ketchup on steak. Who you? You can. You, but I mean, I prefer A1 steak sauce. But if you ain't got the steak sauce, put ketchup on it. It does just fine. Nah, 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 nah. nah ketchup is for uncouth masses. But anyway, uh, living single get, gets the win. <laughs> moving on to the moving on to the second round. Uh, next up, we have we have one show versus its own spinoff. We have Moesha versus the Parkers. So, uh, let's begin with uh, Brian Lopes. What you got, sir? This is an interesting one for me because rarely ever do you see a show spinoff have the amount of success, if not maybe more, than the original. Mm. And for me, I'm, I'm not big on Monique. But her on that show, she was hilarious to me. Countess Vaughn just showed how good of a side player she was on the Moesha show to the point where she could carry her own show. And not only that, when you want to talk about, like, ratings and stuff like that, Moesha did great numbers. But, like, how we were talking about, you know, with the whole WBCW-UPN switchover, the Parkers kind of held the flag for them when that whole transition happened, so... And plus, they had six from Blossom on the show, yeah. and I was a sucker for her. So my vote's going to go to the Parkers on this one. Okay. All right. One for the Parkers. All right. Uh, Bad Lad, how about you? Um, Parkers. Moesha's not funny. Okay. All right. All right. Well said, sir. Um, Patty, how are you? Sorry. <laughs> okay. She does, um, every, I'm gonna... I'm sorry. she does everything else well, but she's not fun. All right. Um, I'm going to go with the Parkers. I, I'm such a fan of Monique that I've actually seen her, um, like, do stand-up, like, multiple times, like, in person. Um, I thought she's great on the show, um, and I thought it was funnier than my Wii show, so I got to go with her. Okay. All right. Uh, how about you, Carl? I'm going to go with the Victor Amoyo Game of Thrones pr- approach. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Parkers because they have the better ending. Monique ended up marrying Professor Ogilvy on somebody else's expense. Mm-hmm. And the way Moesha ended, Miles got kidnapped. Now is it. Wow. 
Okay. I didn't even see. I didn't even remember that. So okay. Yeah, right. I, knew, I didn't remember how it ended. Yeah. yeah with it. It just Miles is kidnapped. Mm-hmm. Now it's time for the Packers. All right. Well, well, since well, now that I know the ending of Moesha, I'm gonna have to go with the Parkers now. So that's a sweep for, for this round. So that's the soprano last ending. <laughs> <laughs> soprano. Oh, it, it it did really it really did end like the Sopranos. Yeah, that's dope. <laughs> yeah. Um, Sons of Anarchy too. Oh man. Yeah. Well, Sons of Anarchy, great show. It had a it had it's, so it much. I, I couldn't get to the ending. Somebody spoiled it for me for Sons of Anarchy, and I'm just like, I don't even want to see how it ends now. Sometimes ignorance is bliss. Yeah. I, I'm better off not even watching it. Oh, wow. And I'm also looking at the comments here. Uh, Gabe Jackson says, Moesha didn't even make it to the CW. Uh, Aaron Ferguson replied, you mean when w- when UPN and WB ended segregation? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um, Aaron, Aaron also says that um, going back, watching the series now, Moesha is hella problematic. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, with that said, I'm going to have to uh, look, look, look into yeah, that further. I'll have to you know, revisit that. Yeah. But yes, uh, the Parkers makes it to the next round, second round. And okay, so this matchup, and I've been waiting for this. You've been waiting for this, Brian. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, because this match, I want to hear some cases here. So, okay, I was accused... In the first version of this bracket of a conspiracy, so I had to mo- so I had to move one show around to give it a fair a fair a fairer chance. So okay, on, in one corner we have the Tim Reed, uh, Jack Hay Harry, and Tia Tamara Maori sitcom Sister Sister, versus in my view, one of the most overpraised sitcoms of the '90s, with an irritating main character which took over the show. Family Matters, a.k.a. Urkelmania, a.k.a. the Harlem Knights of this whole contest. So, and Harlem Knights was Eddie Murphy's worst movie. You can fight me on this. I'm stating facts. Harlem Knights was Eddie was one of Eddie Murphy's worst movies in his catalog. You put that with Pluto Nash. You put that with, um, um, with, um, um, um Haunted Mansion. You put that with, anyway, that's, that's a whole other rant. I mean, that's a whole different story. But yeah, anyway, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yes, I gave, I, I had to move Family Matters to, to another to, to with against sister sister to give it a fair fairer chance. So with that, Brian Lopes, sir, please plead your case for Urkelmania, brother. Okay, first and foremost, Vic. Anybody who knows anything about NCAA basketball knows you don't put a one seed versus a one seed. Okay? Family Matters does not go in the first round against a fresh prince of Bel Air. Okay, that does not happen. You don't see Kansas and Duke in the first round where Southern Gulf Coast gets like a first round bye. Okay, that does not happen in sports, Victor. Okay, now, with all due respect to Sister Sister, you were the 8.30 time slot on TGI Friday. Who was the 8 o'clock slot? It was Family Matters. Okay, when you want to talk about a great TV show, like I said, anyone who knows me from the UWO podcast, Whenever I am introduced, I usually say Heidi Ho Winslow's. Okay? Yeah. First off, Steve Urkel, legendary character. When you want to talk about iconic television characters, we are talking about Urkel, Jaleel White, a.k.a. Carl Bird's twin. I was there. I took the photo. <laughs> See? All right? Wow. That happened. That happened. Okay? Now, when you want to talk about character depth on the show, you had... Everybody, 
grandma had her gimmick. All right. She was a lovable, huggable grandma that lets you get away with whatever you want. And she's going to yell at Carl whenever she feels like it. You had Eddie Winslow, <laughs> the rebellious young teenager who always found his way in some type of trouble. You had Laura Winslow, the beautiful daughter, could have any man in the world she wanted. Okay. You had Waldo, Geraldo, Faldo, <laughs> the greatest name in television <laughs> history. Okay. The lovable friend. Dumber than a box of rocks. Two bears short of a six-pack. All right? Pure comedy gold whenever he was on TV. And he could dance his ass off. All right? And one of his cousins was in the group that sang, here we go again, Portrait. All right? Let's not forget that. All right? Then we have Carl Winslow. We have Harry. We have Rachel. We have Lil Richie. Hell, we have Lil TJ. We had the daughter that left and decided to do other things with her career. Well, we're not talking about that right now, all right? And then, <laughs> then we have the kid who came in and stole the show. He was supposed to be a one or two per episode character and ended up stealing the entire series. Because you know why? Everybody in the family interacted with this great character. Crossover success. The man had his own doll. This guy had his own dance. He appeared on the quote-unquote number one ABC sitcom in Full House as a guest star as his own character. When we talk about legendary like actors and characters and gimmicks and all this other stuff, Jaleel White has his spot. Stephen Q. Urkel has his spot. So we're not going to sit there and try to, you know, make this a setup to go against a show that we all know is an overall favorite in this competition. No, he gets his respect. You put him on one side of the bracket, you put them on the other side of the bracket, let's see if they meet. But I'm sorry. With all due respect to the twins and Mr. Amateur over there, uh uh-uh, no. Family Matters. Family Matters deserves this. And Victor Amoyo, I hope this little bit opened up your eyes. All right? I'm with you on the pineapple pizza thing. I ride with you on that. I love the popcorn idea. I'm I'm with you. We... You know, we, we there. Yes. But I'm sorry. We cannot disrespect the great name of Stephen Q. Urkel. Now I have one question for you. So, Did I do that? <laughs> <laughs> you know my vote. Family matters. Okay. Well, all right. All right, sir. I, I will I will provide my response in, in momentarily. Uh, Mr. Bird, what say you, sir? You already know, I cited, you already know that I brought up this conspiracy to you. So I, I gotta go with, gotta go with my man Brian here. I gotta go with, he's not my twin. I don't see it. He said he didn't 400 see it. 400 plus people on Instagram said, the, uh, damn y'all look alike. I don't see it though. I don't see they look alike. I, in all actuality, they don't. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, no, it's just funny because 400 people like the photo. Like, damn, you guys are like, wow, people really think that. I, I got to ride with Family Matters. All right. All right. Not to mention Carl. Not to mention Carl and Steve had a five-star. Got it. One, two, three, four, five. Five-star match. With the Bushwhackers. With the Bushwhackers. Oh, you mean the episode where the Bushwalkers, you know, went on full shoot mode and tra- actually tried to kill them in the ring? That's right. <sighs> Five-star Meltzer <rating. laughs> Would have been six if it was in the Tokyo Dome. Facts. Patty, please, 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 please provide your pick, and please tell me why it's sister-sister. 
Wait, you asked me, right? Yeah. Victor? Yep. Okay, yeah. So it's Family Matters. I want to explain why. Okay. <laughs> I really didn't watch, okay. <laughs> watch Sister Sister. Like, yeah. I watched a few episodes here and there. I love Family Matters. I watched every single episode. I had an Urkel towel, so I don't know if I should be embarrassed by that or not, but I did. Be proud. Be proud. Be proud? Okay. I had it for a very long time. The glasses, everything, the neon colors. It was the 90s. It's okay, right? But I just remember that episode where you saw, you know, the character in the tuxedo and he was all dressed up and like I almost literally died, right? So there's very few sitcoms from that time in my life that affected me that much. Plus it was just a good show. I liked the dad a lot. He kind of reminded me of my dad in some ways, right? I thought Laura was really relatable. So um, I really have to go with that. I want to say one more thing, Victor. So like, he's an iconic character, Urkel. Like, you can dislike somebody, but you can't, to me, like, um, say that his status isn't that, right? Like, at least for that time with 90s sitcoms, even if you didn't like the show or like him. So I, 100% my vote is coming out. Okay. All right. Fair, fair. Uh, okay, uh, Bad Lad. Um, uh, please, please, please explain uh, to our esteemed panelists why they're wrong and why Sister Sister gets your vote. I'd be glad to. So... There is absolutely zero depth mm. on Family Matters. You could have picked four other people to play them roles, and it would have it would have translated into the same exact formulaic, saccharine-based, one-character-based, Fonzie jumping over the fucking shock-ass episode that lasted for nine fucking years. He My never cleared God. that. He never cleared that jump. Yes. <laughs> And neither did they. And neither did Family Matters. <laughs> wow. Why does yeah. a family sitcom have to be more than that? Like, why is that, right? Like, does it have to be... Why does it have to be thing? less than that? that it doesn't have to be, but it, I don't think either... Like, it doesn't have to be... It Stefan Urkel. Word. Hey, Word. it was so bad when he turned into Stefan and got one of their highest ratings ever. Here, here's what I'm saying. I get why it's going to move. I get why it's ranked high. I get why it's going to win, advance. However, not enough merit. It is not making it to the finals. It's not. I'll unplug, this, I'll, I'll unplug this whole fucking thing. I swear to God. Yes. <laughs> it's not well this. written. It's not. It's terribly written. It, like I said, every t- with, with the exception of Stephen Q. Urkel, Big Up, and Waldo Gerardo Faldo. Hmm. Everybody else, replaceable. Yes. Every one of them, that entire cast could have went up in that fucking that bedroom with Judy and never came back. Mm-hmm. And you could put a whole other fucking set in there. Nobody would have fucking flinched. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't even noticed. Yep. Yep. Facts. All facts. All facts. So, to, and to Sister Sister, that was Marcus Houston's, that's when he peaked as an actor. Mm. Yeah, it was. Yeah. He was funny as shit on Sister Sister. So there's no love mm. for House Party 4. <laughs> Zero. <laughs> Zero. That is it. It did exist. Zero. He, he, he deserves yeah. a snap suplex for even... Nope. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. He was, his best acting was on Sister Sister. Yeah. Marcus Houston's best line in You Got Served was when he was dancing. <laughs> Go home, Roger. Vic, after your vote, I cannot wait for you to get to the comments. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. First of all, Bad Lad, thank you, sir, uh, uh, for, for your esteemed responses. Now... Here's why Sister Sister gets my vote and why ultimately it's, th- it's two to three, so Family Matters ends up winning this round. But here's the thing. 
Family Matters was a show that, and, and, and Bad Lad said the magic phrase, it jumped the shark. What began as what what began as 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 an ordinary sitcom about an ordinary black family in Chicago turned into science fiction. It turned into goddamn quantum leap, like the Key and Peele skit, skit said. Like you mean to tell me that Steve Urkel? Okay, you got this. You got this dude. Who, who's like this, apparently he's he's like the black Tony Stark because he's a master inventor. He invents a time machine. He invents a cloning machine. He 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 ends up rewriting his own DNA to create Stefan Urkel. And you mean he, he creates a time machine, a teleportation device. Don't forget Bruce Lee. And he becomes Bruce Lee one day. And he created... Oh, Victor, all these machines are from that same refrigerator with the fucking lights on. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? It's the same device. And you mean to tell me that? Like, so, so Steve Urkel is such a genius, and yet he's still going to high school. He should be. A, he should be. He should be. A, he should have a PhD. He should be running that high school. He should be the fucking superintendent at that point. Why is he going to high school? Why, why is he humble, man? Why is he learning anything? His dad's a rocket scientist. And 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 and, and listen. And he did go to space. Yeah, he did go to space. Oh my God, he went to the. the and let me and let me tell you something. Oh my God, and this and this is what irritates me about Steve Urkel. This dude could not take no for an answer. Listen, if this if this Urkel character existed in 2020, how many Twitter threads would drag this dude and ratio him? When Laura doesn't, when Laura says no, no means no. Move on, you goddamn fucking simp. Listen, why? How can one kid? Have so ha, just 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 have so much so much adoration so much obsessive love for Laura Q Winslow. Why? Oh yeah yeah. At the same time. No no yeah yeah. At the same time. No 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 no. Yeah. At the same time, there was another woman on the show, Myra Boutros Boutros Monkhouse, who was just his equal, who was just as nerdy as he was, who loved polka music just like he did, and 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 who got him on a deeper level, who understood his personality from top to bottom and loved him for who he is. And what does Stephen Urkel do in response? He rewrote his DNA so he can become somebody he wasn't. So he can fall for a woman who didn't like him for who he truly was, but liked a persona of his, a, a different version of him. So what does that say to you? So what are we saying that, oh, well, basically, oh. So so Steve, so Steve Urkel is basically a person who, 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 who perpetuated the following messages. Hey, hey, you know what? If a woman says no, hey, a, a woman can, 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 can appreciate persistence. So, so, 50, so, 50, so 50 no's can lead to one yes. Are you fucking kidding me? Steve, Steve, you fucking simp. For all of your intelligence, you are like the black Tony Stark of Family Matters. You can't get the fact that if a woman says no to you, you just have to walk away? And you have Myra, Myra Monkhouse who loves you for who you are, and yet you are so blind that you want to fall for a woman who doesn't like you in the first place that you have to rewrite your whole DNA for? And, 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 and here's another thing, and here's another thing before we, before we move on. Carl... Winslow is a Chicago police officer. For all of the property damage that Steve Urkel got away with, Carl Winslow could round up all of his fellow crooked-ass cops in Chicago PD. They can they can they can they can kidnap this motherfucking Urkel at the dead of night. They can drive him to a vacant warehouse in the outskirts. In the outskirts. And they can they, they can torture him and they can bury his body underneath that motherfucking abandoned factory and salt his body with lye 
so that oh. nobody would ever know what would happen to him. Steve Urkel would have ended up being Jimmy Hoffa. That's what would have happened to him. You mean to tell me that? You mean to tell me that Carl Winslow, with with his crooked cop resources, didn't couldn't think to do that after Steve Urkel destroyed his house not one, two, three, four, five times? Are you kidding me? Bro, <laughs> why are you, you so angry like about this? Roger one okay he couldn't take no for an answer either but I but I'm but I'm being hard on Steve because he's a genius and he's not smart enough to, to move on but anyway look I I didn't I, I did not mean to get into that full-blown rant about family matters that was not my intention so um you you ended up talking about Steve being tortured <laughs> a little bit more than a rant that yeah. was scary yeah, yeah, um, um, yeah. So, uh, so if if I if I scared anybody in the comments, I do apologize. Um, but um, but but apparently, uh, Family Matters did make it to the to the second round. Um, hey, you know, you know, it some 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 people are wrong, and we just have to wait until they arrive at the truth for the on their own. So with that, uh, we'll, let's move on to the next round. Um, uh, we have an we have two animated shows here. Uh, one we have the Proud Family. Versus the Cleveland Show. Wow. So, uh, Badlet, what 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 do you got in this contest? Which an, which Proud animated family. series? The Proud Family. Right. I don't, I've always and don't get me wrong because I ain't got no beef with Seth MacFarlane. Like Seth MacFarlane is is funny and he's what he's done is groundbreaking. But like I've always had hangups with <clears throat> non-blacks playing non-roles, even in animated roles. You know what I mean? So it's, it always lend an air of we're not good enough to do our own kind. Like, you know what I mean? I know that sounds, I don't know. But, um, but Proud Family, heavily underrated. Heavily mm. underrated. Yeah. Two words, Tommy Davidson. Mm. <laughs> yep. Okay, yeah, absolutely. He's Black Harry Shearer, like on some real shit. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, good And, and it was, it was... It was casted well when you when you pull when you uh, when you IMDb the cast you realize there's some heavy hitters in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. John Witherspoon. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, what's my girl Penny Proud? Um, Kyla Pratt. Kyla Pratt. Thank you. You know what I mean? So like it was it was it was it was a banger. You know what I mean? And 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 it it, it, it was for it to be on Disney. Yes. Mm-hmm. For it to be on Disney. And be as real, mm. you know what I mean? Because Uncle Proud had to do rag and tie in the front, son. Like, what does he know about that? Like, yeah. like they would—they really dug in it and, and really, you know, they, they made him a, a middle class family, but they made him a black middle class family. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and complete with the with the ratchet friend, 
a ratchet friend, you know what I'm saying? Like, the, 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 you know, each, like, every character was written well, the two little twins, little babies. Man, absolutely. Absolutely. Proud family in a wash. Hmm. Fuck Cleveland Show. Word. <laughs> <laughs> Drop, drop the bomb right that there. That might go on a rant where he ends up salted under the fucking rub under some fucking factory too. <laughs> Indeed. Can we stop with the violence or save it for like a wrestling? Yeah, yeah, absolutely right. Yeah, okay. Um, all right. Uh, I'm sorry. In the chat, somebody put, "Don't forget Harriet Winslow played Sugar Mama too." Well, that's that's right. That was yeah. gonna be my point, and I'm gonna go with Proud Family. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I got two votes for the Proud Family. Uh, Brian, how about you? Honestly, I'm just going to ride the train. I'm going to go with Proud Family. I honestly, the Cleveland show to me wasn't that great. So it, it just felt like it was more of like a stereotypical black version of Family Guy. Mm. You know? So, yeah, I'm going to go with the Proud Family. Yep. And not to mention, Stewie, when they came back to, when Cleveland's family came back to Rhode Island, Stewie did call Rallo a boondocks knock-on. Yeah. Mm. Word. And uh, Patty, how about you? Yeah, I gotta go with Proud Family. Like, it consistently made me laugh. Where um, Cleveland Show, I tried it for an episode and I never came back. Like, I just didn't think it was good. I thought it was just like a derivative knockoff. I didn't think it was funny. So, I would say Proud Family. I'm out. Okay. Yep. And I will also complete the sweep here. Proud Family uh, makes it to the next round. I mean, the voice cast alone uh, is just top notch. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So yeah, moving on to the, another portion of the uh, bracket here. Uh, this this one uh, this one is a difficult contest. I'm not sure what 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 y'all will pick. So on one corner we got the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. In the other corner we have Flex Alexander one on one. It had to go somewhere. One on one had to go somewhere. <laughs> so hey, it could be worse. You said Flex Alexander, so you could have said Homeboys in Outer Space. Oh, God. I was t- I was tempted no. to add homeboys in outer space, but I'm like, nah, I, I can't do that. <laughs> uh, uh, Lauren Lauren Nance in the uh, in the uh, Zoom chat's asking me why did why did you do that to Flex? I'm sorry, uh, it, ha- it had to go somewhere. I didn't know where to put it. Because he made that badass Michael Jackson movie. Oh, yeah, j- just for that alone, he- yes. I mean, obviously, Fresh Prince gets my vote. Is it is it is it safe to is it safe to say that Fresh Prince gets gets a clean sweep from everybody here? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Yep. Fresh Prince for second round. Uh, next up, we have Robert Townsend's The Parenthood versus uh, My Wife and Kids, Tisha Campbell and Damon Wayans. So, uh, Carl, what about you? Which Ooh. guy in this one? Okay. This one This one was hard because Parenthood was good. Parenthood was good, but I think My Wife and Kids had the longevity. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I gotta go with my wife and kids on that one. Okay. Uh, Parenthood, you know, my wife and kids is still in syndication. Parenthood is forgotten. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, Patty, how about you? Yeah, I think my wife and kids was just the better show. I watched it more. I'm a huge Gina Davis fan, so I gotta go with that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Bad lad, what say you? My wife and kids, um, for um, the kid that played his son. Mm-hmm. Junior was funny as shit. Yeah. <laughs> He's the only thing funny about that show. Yeah. And I love Robert Townsend as a comedian, but I didn't I didn't find Parenthood funny at all. Mm. 
I like I like the little the little boy. Yeah. Yeah. That's about it. Okay. They didn't try to me after that. So, yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, and Brian. Uh, honestly, I'm gonna give my vote to Parenthood. It was a show that I watched more of. Uh, I like Tisha Campbell. I like Dwayne. I just more partial to the Parenthood. It was more of a like it, it was just something that like was in that time frame of television that I watched. And it was something I always watched religiously when it was on, so I have to go with Parenthood. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll also go with the Parenthood because I actually haven't seen an episode of My Wife and Kids. I just I just like the the cast, you know, Damian Wayans and Tisha Campbell. Um, and, and of course, you know, Reagan Gomez Preston, you know, one of my childhood crushes as well, was on the Parenthood. So, that? yep. So so I'll give my vote for that. But My Wife and Kids does win this round. Moves on to the second. Uh, next up. We have uh, two two kids, uh, two kid-centric sitcoms going at it. One corner, you have Smart Guy. In the other corner, you have Everybody Hates Chris. So, with wow. this with this matchup here, uh, let's begin with uh, with uh, Bad Lad. Uh, what do you got in this in this one? Everybody hates Chris. Mm. All right. That shit is fucking dope. It's dope written. Like, and don't get me wrong, because I fucked with Smart Guy. And Jason Weaver's my dude. <laughs> Jason Weaver was hilarious to me in that. And uh, uh, Mo. Like, mm-hmm. this thing, don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not saying one's whack. Just. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, nah. I got um, you. Yeah. I, and, and, you know, they're, they're, not, they're not my tops, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. One for one for everybody hates Chris. Uh, how about you, Patty? Yeah, I have to go with everybody hates Chris. I just think it was better written personally. Um, I just enjoyed it more. So I don't think the other show was bad, but I definitely watched everybody hates Chris more. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, Mr. Lopes. Um, I'm gonna go smart guy. Uh, I I like Little Ty. He was cool. Um, the family was awesome. I was a huge mark as a kid for Wild and Crazy Kids. So Omar Gooding, there's a lot of love there for him. Oh yes. Um, and with all due respect, everybody hates Chris. I just never really got into the hype when it hit, so I probably missed the time. But when an episode is on, I will sit down and watch and get a really good laugh out of it. Mm-hmm. But I'm with the smart guy. Okay. And Mr. Bird. I am a huge Chris Rock fan, but smart guy. To me, just just like resonated with me much more than everybody hates Chris. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't miss an episode of Smart Guy. Everybody hates Chris. I didn't care for it, and then I just caught. I got more into it when it was on syndicate when it was in syndication, and even then, I just like, oh, it's on. All right, I'll just throw it on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, to me. Smart Guy had more memorable episodes. They did have everybody say, hates Chris has some great characters. Mm-hmm. You know, probably only one memorable mem- episode stands out to me when I was at the end where um, the parents got remarried and Lucy Collins was officiating the wedding. Mm-hmm. Yep. But <laughs> uh, it just seemed like Smart Guy did it for me more. And plus, I had a thing for the I had a thing for the sister. Okay. All right. This is Atkins, yeah. All right, so yeah, still do as a matter of fact. Yeah. All right, so smart guy takes it. All right, and uh, 
Let's see. So that leaves uh, so that's two and two. So I'm the lone tiebreaker here. Uh, they're both good shows, and um, you know I remember Smart Guy was one of those sitcoms I watched as a kid. Um, but I, but I will say to to uh, to echo uh, uh, Bad Lad and uh, and Patty's points. Um, Everybody hates Chris was a well written show and is the better written show. Um, I felt that Everybody hates Chris was more relatable. Um, um, I definitely, you definitely understood like where, um, where Chris Rock got the whole cheat Pete uh, routine, like, you know, from his, from his father played by, uh, uh, the problematic Terry Crews. Um, but, uh, but, but also you can't, you can't mess with a, a with, um, oh my gosh, Tashina Arnold as the mother. Like she was awesome in, in a role too. Nailed it. Yeah. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have to give it to everybody hates Chris for this one. Uh, but all, all, all due respect to smart guy. So everybody hates Chris makes it to the round two. And, oh, and another another point. I'm sorry, Vic. Yeah. How many shows did you actually see a single father, a widowed father, mm. raise a genius? That is true. That is true. Mm-hmm. Smart guy does have the the one and only distinction for that. That is true. So thank you for mentioning that. Uh, next next matchup, we have two animated sitcoms here. Um, on the other corner, we have Aaron Magruder's The Boondocks versus the Eddie Murphy produced The PJs. Lawrence Hilton Jacobs Projects versus The Town of Hillcrest, y'all. <laughs> so, um, let's begin with uh, Patty. What do you have in this contest? Okay. I, have to, I have to be honest, I might be the minority. I never watched Boondocks. I just didn't, so I, I, I feel a bit... I don't want to vote for something I never watched, whereas PJs, I at least saw a couple of episodes. Yep. So I don't feel strongly either way, but just given that reasoning, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with PJs. Okay. All right. PJs. Uh, Brian, how about you? Um, when I was young, I loved the PJs. It was very entertaining. Uh, I'll never forget when the, the, the heat went off in the house and everybody was like, sitting there freezing and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was a very fun show. But the Boondocks is just on a whole different level when it comes to like the topics that they discuss and how raw they are and how every character, like like characterization in the TV show for me sometimes really stands out. And that show covers so many different bases that, you know, there's layers to everybody on that show. And for an animated series, it just it just hits really, really differently. So my vote has to go to the Boondocks. Mm, okay. And uh, Bad Lad, how about you? Um, Boondocks. To, to echo Brian, like it was just like it was, it was smart, man. It was, and they both had that distinction of where their comedy anybody could get it. You mm. know what I mean? They, it was across the board. But PJ's PJ's one big problem: you lost the main character. Eddie Murphy's voice went. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. I, you, you lost me. You lost me right there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But also, when when PJs went at it, it was very foxy. It was very Fox networking. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like they like to do. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Whereas, like you said, Aaron Magruder tapped right in to where our lives were as, a, as black people, not just from pop culture, but just, you know, from, from a sociological standpoint. Like, it was... What it, it is one of the most smartest sitcoms ever written, period. Mm. Black or otherwise. Mm. Indeed. Well said. That's how I feel. All right. And uh, Mr. Bird. 
Jesus was black. Robert <laughs> <laughs> was the devil. And the government is lying about 9 11. Wow. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, yeah, my vote also goes to uh, the Boondocks for this one as well. I mean, um, I mean the the first the first three seasons are are, are still dope, and uh, it was only three seasons. Season four never happened. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, we don't talk about season four. Um, that's season four was an ugly rumor. We don't we don't acknowledge that. But yeah, the first three seasons, the, the the three the only three seasons of the Boondocks, absolutely fire. Um, my, my one of my favorite episodes was the uh, the Tyler Perry roast, woof, which actually got the Boondocks show in hot water because TBS was, you know, I mean I think it affected like how affected their how their how they aired the episodes uh subsequently or the series run so but hey it, w- it was worth it that roast was worth it though i mean and the fact that it actually referenced rocky horror picture shows so so wonderfully was actually pretty funny so yeah boondocks gets the win for this round and hey, can uh, we get a and can we get a gangsta delicious versus uh thug Nificent versus people <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Booty butt cheeks was rocking. F granddad is fire, but doing the homie, everybody was doing that. Everybody was doing the homie. Everybody. Oh F my. Granddad. Good lord. And, oh man, that's great. And, yeah. And, and also before we wrap up the the first round here with the, with the final portion of the bracket, I gotta say like, shout outs and RIP to the late great John Witherspoon as granddad. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh my God! Absolutely. Oh man, I Absolutely. saw I saw him live one time and I was in tears. Mm. Fun fact: Black Jesus was not funny. Yeah. Oh, it was on Adult Swim, right? I think. Yeah, it was, I watched like it was four his episodes episodes after, they, after, they, after they canceled Boondocks. Yeah. That was his. That was his Washington Wizards moment. Mm. Oh very, yeah. Very, yeah. Very forgettable. very forgettable. It was like it had it had like hints, it had potential, but it never realized it. Right, you right, yeah, exactly. He would go in a direction. You're like, oh, this is gonna be funny, and then he hit you with the punchline. You're like, that's what your parents chose, like. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) but yeah, all right. So yeah, moving on. Uh, next four matchups to wrap up the first round here. First up, we have Martin versus the Wayans brothers. All right, so, uh. So Carl, looks like looks like you have your mind made up. What 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 you got for this one? I love the Wayne's brothers, but Martin just Martin is just iconic. Mm. Yes. You you just can't go wrong. Yeah. You, you, there's no there's no other answer. There's no other there's no wrong. There's right. no other answer. Martin. All right, Mar okay, Marty Mar. Uh Brian, what you got? Victor, Victor, Victor. This is another Family Matters versus Fresh Prince scenario you put us in. Oh, what? but you know something? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to go on a big rant on this one. I'm just going to say this. I sincerely, mm-hmm. deeply apologize mm-hmm. to Sean and Marlon yep. for their breakout performances, leaving the shadow of In Living Color. For being SW1, all right. For being a DJ, to breaking out and and just killing it on your own show, all right. I learned on that show that man, white people ain't got no rhythm. Like you know what I mean? Like there was just so many classic lines on the Wayne's Brothers. But if I'm sitting on my couch, my window opens, 
And broad man walks in. And I address this man. I'm like, what are you doing? Now, I just want a sandwich. Yeah. yeah. Martin. Martin gets my vote. I'm sorry. Martin is iconic when it comes to black sitcom, comedies, whatever you want to call it. Martin is just like another one. Total package of a show. Just greatness. Pure greatness. I love the Wayne's Brothers. Funny as hell. I will watch it anytime it is on, but my vote goes to Martin. All right. Two for Martin. Uh, Patty, what say you? Thousand percent Martin. So back then, right, it was like Martin living single, New York on the cover, right? If you yeah. guys could check me, but eight, yeah. nine, yeah. ten. Yeah. A lot of Yoda pretty much right in the pocket. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like my ass was fat in front of that TV, right? But mm-hmm. I love Martin because on top of the comedy and all the over-the-top stuff, right? Like, can you have, like, a, a memory sometimes I haven't seen in a long time? But there was serious stuff between him and Gina, right? Like the breakups, makeup stuff. Like I thought they balanced that so well um, within the world of the show. Wayans Brothers, I watched here and there. I was more into their movies, to be honest with you, than like the show itself. But I don't even think it's a um, competition. So, Martin. Okay. All right. Three for old Marty Mar. Uh, and Bad Lad, last but not least. Martin, the Wayans Brothers aren't funny. Okay. All right. Wow. Right. Wait, even their movies? Huh? Oh, I said, do you, you don't even like their movies? I thought. No. Oh. It's, it's okay. the same movie. <laughs> That's fair. It's, it's the same. The, what, Wayne's, the, Wayne's talent pool dried up in living in, in, in living color. Mm. I can say that. That's fair. Yeah. Very formulaic. Very, very formulaic. Only fair. good thing about Wayne's Brothers' fucking uh, comedy show was their theme music. Tribe in the beginning. And that original beat towards the last couple of seasons, be, I would only watch them to begin. That beat was knocking. Mm. That yeah. was it. It was. Okay. All said. Corny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I mean. Tell them I said it. They're richer than me. They don't give a shit. But tell them I said it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and also this is a this is a clean sweep uh, as well. Uh, Martin Martin takes this round. I mean Wayne's brothers. I mean I I I did enjoy the Wayne's brothers. Uh, but you know Martin, it's, it's a no contest here. Um, and also to um, to quote Aaron Ferguson in the comments, um, he says to amend the words of CM Punk, the Wayne's brothers' arms are too short to box with Martin. True. <laughs> well True. said. Yes. I like that. Yeah, well said. So old Marty Morrow makes it to round two. Uh, Next up, we have two Nickelodeon sitcoms from the 90s, My Brother and Me versus Kenan and Kel. Mm -hmm. So let's begin with, uh, you know, let's begin with Bad Lad. Uh, What do you got in this round? Kenan and Kel. Kenan and Kel? All right. Kenan and Kel are just just funny as hell. They were, you know what I mean? I think their names should be mentioned with comedy teams. Hmm. You know, what I mean? like, and think about like Nickelodeon went and jumped out the window as far as creating sitcoms based towards a teen tween market mm-hmm. to stand up against adult comedies. Yeah. Keenan and Kel. Keenan and Kel kept Nickelodeon's lights on for a while too. Keenan and Kel. They did. Yeah. Uh, Brian, how about you? Uh, Keenan and Kel was getting my vote. Um, I think Kel Mitchell is one of the most underrated comedians out there. Mm-hmm. When we talk about comedy in the 90s, and especially with kids at the time, Kel was a master of physical comedy. Like, his physical comedy was, like, on point. Whether it was Coach Cretan or 
you know, the little stunts he did on Keenan and Kel. Like, the guy stood out to me as a child, and he was always my favorite because he was over the top. He had the catchphrases, who loved Orange Soda? You know what I mean? Like, it was Kel. Kel loved Orange Soda. You know what I mean? Like, everybody knows the answer to that. So, for me, it, this is a one-sided fight, and Keenan and Kel just hit a knockout blow. Yeah. All right. Uh, Patty, what do you got in this contest? Yeah, Keenan and Cal for me. Um, I didn't watch My Brother and Me. I, I don't know if that's just me, but Keenan and Cal, I always watched that. I watched all of those Nickelodeon shows back then, and I thought they were standouts, right? Like, um, Bad Lad, like you said, like, I kind of think they're almost underrated, right? I, I know that they've moved on to, like, or one of them, I'm sorry, but, like, SNL and everything, but I don't think they get the full credit they deserve. I, I, I laugh at that to this day, so Keenan and Cal. All right. All right. And Carl. Ah, uh, here it goes. Keenan and Kel. All right. Like, like Kel was literally the black Jim Carrey. Hmm? You could not get more animated. Unless you were Jim Carrey, you couldn't get more animated than he, than Kel was. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and then they were they were a great comedic duo. Um, exactly. And- and of course, the Coolio theme music. Remember him? Like that was a, it. Actually, knocked back in the day. I'm not gonna lie. Um, but you know what? Uh, just, just, just so my brother and me can have at least one vote, I'll give it to 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 my brother and me for one vote. But Keenan and Kel does make it to the second round. Uh, yeah. But but you can't go wrong with both uh, classic shows and from Nickelodeon. Um, next up, we have two comedians, uh, well respected. Um, hanging with Mr. Cooper versus the Jamie Foxx show. All right. So, uh, let's begin with Carl. What do you, what do you got in this Jamie Foxx. All right. Jamie Foxx. There's way too much talent in that. In... Yep. Okay. Uh, Patty, how about you? Um, again, I'm sorry. Some of these I have to go with what I watched more. I did watch hanging with Mr. Cooper more. I honestly did. Mm-hmm. Um, I really liked the wife, Holly Robinson. Pete. Yep. I think if I have her name correct. Yep. So I, I just have to go with that more. I really enjoyed it. I watched it all the time. So. Okay. Uh, bad lad. Um, I'm going to say Jamie Foxx. I, I find, um, uh, I find, uh, Mark Curry to be a better comedian than comedic actor. Mm. Okay. <clears throat> nice. Yeah. And, uh, Brian. Um, I want to go with my heart and vote for hanging with Mr. Cooper because, like I said earlier, back in the day, it was one of those, like, black shows during, like, the white time, like, big network, ABC type things. And it stood out to me because of that. And I love the interactions with uh, with Coop and everybody else in the house. But the Jamie Foxx show made Jamie Foxx into a freaking megastar. You know what I mean? So it opened the doors to him singing. It opened the doors to him getting movie roles and stuff like that. And, you know, another guy always had a thing for a girl. You know, you had the crazy character. You had the, you know, the family there. I got to give it to the Jamie Foxx show on that alone. Okay. All right. One for Jamie Foxx. And uh, and for me, like, I'll, I'll actually go with the Jamie Foxx show as well because I actually watched more episodes of that. And I actually did prefer Jamie Foxx over Mr. Cooper. But Mr. Cooper was actually pretty cool, you know, back in the sure. day as well. So, you know, props to both shows. And uh, before we wrap up the, fir- the first round, we do have a new entrant in the chat. Uh, <laughs> looks like... 
the most diabolical hater this side of the Mississippi, is joining us from the UWO, Mr. Kyle Chapman. Yeah, we get the stuff right. Yep, whose audio is still connecting. Okay, so four to one, Jamie Foxx. All right. And uh, wrapping up the first round, uh, last matchup, we have A Different World versus Malcolm and Eddie. So, A Different World versus Malcolm and Eddie. Uh, yes. I want to go. I just have a question. Yeah. Um, are there sitcoms that, we, that got a first round buy or something? Uh, no. No, these just uh, 32 shows, so... Yeah. And, it, and you just figured Cosby Show wouldn't be fair, right? Well, okay, with the Cosby Show, I... I got time. I got time. Okay, with the Cosby Show, I intentionally left the Cosby Show out for two reasons. One, because Bill Cosby is a serial rapist. And, and number two, he's a serial rapist who has a history of talking down to the black community for years. Just couldn't, sh- couldn't run his, he just ran his mouth about, you know, blaming poor black people for their own problems. And also, there's, also there's a third reason. Cosby Show, in my estimation, one of the most overrated sitcoms in TV history. But that's, but that's the only, but that's all it, but yeah. If, 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 if we can do this off camera, but if you can take all that other stuff and put it aside, cause I, I get it, I yeah. get it. Your moral center got you where you got you. That's cool. Yeah. But if you can take all that aside, I will explain to you exactly why it is the greatest sitcom to ever have great us. Black. I want to say something too. Yeah. Like to me, yeah. Yeah. um, I think all of that should have been taken aside. I'm not obviously the one making decisions, yeah, but it's yeah, like no, we're no. talking. Yeah. We're talking about the quality of the shows, not mm-hmm. just like who was on it, the morality, this, that, and the third, right? Um, mm-hmm. but I got what you're saying. But I think it should have been in the discussion, and then if other people said that, then it gets put it out. But I hear you. That's right, yeah, you're right. I'm right. I'm not arguing, not at all. No, no I'm not. Either. I'm just giving you a feel. But no, we yeah, can, we I can agree. go. We can go. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Right, so, no, so, what is it? What's that? What's the one we're doing now? Uh, a different world versus Malcolm and Eddie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so. So looks like I looks like I have an I, I have a feeling what you what your answer is, uh, bad lad. So I'm guessing it's a different world. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. It, it, yeah. Absolutely. It was a different world came to me in my college years. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. And and it, it gave and it came shortly. It 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 was pretty much in the same time frame as school days as well. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So all that was yeah. paradigm shifting, believe me. Oh yeah. Absolutely. You know what I mean? We didn't have those images. So to have them front and center, absolutely. Mm. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I, and, I, and and kudos to them for losing their main star. Mm. And still being able to move. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? True. Like you talk about you t- to go back to Brian. You talk about how Urkel took over. Shit. Uh, Dwayne Wade and Whitley. Oh yeah. Said, "Yep, we don't need we don't need Lisa Bonet, not at all." Mm-hmm. Oh, trust me, my sister was obsessed Brand. with Lisa. Mm-hmm. Right, right. From the Cosby Show, she was obsessed with her. Right. So, yep. Yeah. So, yep. And drag, simple drag like this. Yeah. Not even close. Yeah, absolutely. All right, uh, Patty, what do you have in this round? A different world, hands down. Um, what what was the name of the girl with the curly hair? Um, Kim? Cree Summers, Freddie. Oh, Cree oh, Summers. I can't remember her name. Else yet, but like her, of course, Dwayne Wayne, right? With the glasses flipping up. 
um, Whitley, right? I loved Whitley. I know maybe other people have different opinions, right? Like, I, I don't know. I just loved her. And again, I was younger. And like, I didn't know anything about like what college life was like or anything like that. So I thought it was such an interesting depiction because there wasn't really a show like that before A Different World. So I think it was so iconic. And um, I think it's just one of the greatest black sitcoms and, and sitcoms period in history. So mm. I don't need that close. Absolutely. All right. And uh, Carl, how about you? Kadeem Hardison. Jasmine Guy. Mm-hmm. Marissa Tomei in the first season. Right. Yep. That's right. Ben Bad. Mm. Oh, right. Free Summer. Yes. Yes. And the list goes on and on for how many seasons? And I don't even know how many. Did, Mike, did Malcolm and Eddie actually make it through a season? Yeah, they have like mm-hmm. two or three. Yeah. 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 It's, it's actually a whole night club or something. Mm-hmm. Glenn Turman. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don Lewis. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd, like, I'd like to amend a, a previous statement I made earlier. Yeah. Creed Summer is the Black Harry Shearer. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Her, 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 her animation credits are ridiculous. ridiculous. Yeah. Prolific. Whoa. Yeah. Right. Babs Bunny, like, her list goes crazy. Like, she... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yep. and she has a, she has extensive video game credits too with with her voice acting as well. Really? Yeah. Okay. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yep. Okay. All right. Uh, in the chat, I think this is pretty cool too. Somebody said everybody knew someone like a character on a Different World. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. Very true. And Whitley was Regine before Regine was Regine. Yes. One hundred percent. True. One hundred percent. Yep. Yeah, she was the prototype. Yeah. Yes. All right, so three for a uh, different world. Uh, Brian, how about you? Um, let me just say Malcolm Jamal Warner as Theo was one of my favorite characters growing up. Mm-hmm. Eddie Griffin, to me, is one of the most underrated comics of his generation. He is hilarious. The two of them together on a sitcom didn't work for me. No. <laughs> a different world is... In my, in my eyes, I'm saying this, is what Saved by the Bell, the college years, was for black people, but a lot more entertaining and a lot deeper. Yes. And like I said, my sister, growing up, I was, I was the youngest. I was 19, 16, and 13 years behind my siblings. So for them, it was like, like how you were talking about earlier, Bad Lad, about you, know, you being your college time. For them, it was like around that same period. And I've seen how they reacted to that show. I would sit down and watch that show with them and see how much they loved it and their reactions. And as a kid, it always was like, wow, you know, my brothers and sisters really, really liked the show. And I grew to like the show as well later on in life. And even now, whenever I have a chance to see it, like if it's on if it's on a network or something like that, or even if it's on Hulu and it's recommended, I have no problem throwing on a different world than watching that compared to watching Malcolm and Eddie. So my vote does go to a different one. Mm, absolutely. And also Does anybody And a great intro song to too. Malcolm and Eddie? Yeah. Oh, what was huh? that called? Does anybody remember the theme song to Malcolm and Eddie? Uh, I forgot who did it, but they actually had a pretty decent song. Hmm. But you knew who's it, but you know the words to a different world. Oh, exactly. <laughs> Malcolm and Eddie's only bright spot was Karen White. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, clean sweep here, different world. You know, you can't you can't hate on Hillman. So you know, 
you you, you gotta we gotta go with them. All right, so now we got the we have eight second round matches. So you know we're moving through this tournament here. So second round match: Steve Harvey Show versus Blackish. So let's begin with let's begin with Brian. What do what do you got in this contest? Ooh, I hope I don't piss anybody off when I say this, but this oh, is gonna be one of those voting with my heart type deals. Okay. Again, I never really watched Blackish, yeah. so. I have to go with the Steve Harvey show. The Steve Harvey show. Okay. All right. Um, let's see. Uh, Carl, how about you? Steve Harvey show. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 Uh, Patty. I've only seen two episodes of Blackish. Steve Harvey, I watched the entire way through. So, Steve Harvey show. Okay. All righty. And Bad Lad. BET Her uh, runs... Um, Steve Harvey show at night from midnight to whenever I fall asleep. Mm-hmm. That is what I fall asleep to. Okay. Steve Harvey all day. All right. Uh, Steve Harvey uh, gets four to one. I'm just gonna vote, put them put the lone vote for Blackish. So apparently, uh, Steve Hightower, uh, you know, he he gets to make it to the third round. Um, I I, th- I think I think it's a damn shame that Bernie Mac was railroaded. But anyway, um, moving on. <laughs> Moving on uh, uh, to the next round, we have uh, we have uh, the Jeffersons moving on up to the east side versus Rock. The Jeffersons versus Rock. So let's begin with uh, you know let's begin with Patty. What do you got in this round? So I know the Jeffersons is the more iconic show, but I'm honestly going with. What I like more. That's just the way I'm doing it. So I have to say, I never miss an episode of Rock. And like I said, there was just something about it that was so genuine. I never felt that he was like a buffoon. I'm not saying they were in the Jeffersons. I'm just saying that I never felt like he went over the top. Even when it was comedy or it was drama, I felt like he played it subtle. And it just, for whatever reason, made a huge impact on me. So I have to go with Rock. Okay. All right. One for the ROC. All right. Uh, Bad Lad, how about you? Jefferson's. Jefferson's, okay. Jefferson's, so just to give you a little back, Jefferson's, st- Jefferson's was a spinoff. Jefferson's mm-hmm. was a spinoff of All in the Family. Yep. So I remember when George used to go at Archie Bunker because George, Archie Bunker was the antithesis of George. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, or, or, or more importantly, the, the white composite of, 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 of George. Yep. He, you know what I mean? He said whatever he felt, a lot of times it rubbed people the wrong way. So... Like my father watched all of the family, so I, it always made me uncomfortable with some of the things he got away with. But as soon as George came in, it was like, here this black man is telling the white man exactly what he thinks. Like his impact, George Jefferson's impact was just too great. Mm. It's just too great. Okay. Yeah, gotcha. All right, one for the Jeffersons. Uh, Brian, what say you? Um, I'm gonna. Pretty much echo bad lad sentiments. Um, George Jefferson to me is an iconic figure. Um, don't get me wrong, Rock is great. I love the show. I was a big fan at the time. But now we're in the second round, so it's like, all right, we're really like scraping for reasons not to vote for one person or another. Mm-hmm. And just for the fact that George Jefferson is such an iconic figure, and with all due respect to the Rock not being I don't want to say relevant, 
in the long term, George Jefferson had such a bigger impact. I'm going to have to go with George Jefferson mm-hmm. and the Jeffersons. Okay. All right. Rock was good, but it wasn't always a comedy either. Yeah. It wasn't. That's what I was saying. There, there was you know a lot of drama. And I don't mean it to slight it. Yeah. Yeah. But if you're gonna, you know, what I mean, if you're gonna weigh oh. it, that's okay. Hold you know. on, that's true. But it, but 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 even the drama was it was well written. Like you know, what I mean. Yes. Yeah. Oh. I tuned. I will say this. I tuned into Rock every bit as much as I tuned into the Jeffersons. Mm. Yeah. That makes oh, yeah. Sense. oh yeah, absolutely. It's valid. Uh, Carl, what say you in this I, round? I'm gonna go with the Jeffersons. Because George and Weezy, like alone, George and Weezy were still able to play those characters twenty years later in other shows. Oh, that's right. Yeah. They did two. They did two episodes of the Fresh Prince mm-hmm. as yeah. those guy, as those iconic characters. Mm-hmm. That just explains the longevity of those characters. Yeah. True. True. Go with Jeffersons. Okay. Um, I'll also, um, you know. So I'll, I'll I'll throw another vote for for Rock as well, but um the Jeffersons does get the extra one with three, so it's three to two. So Jeffersons does make it to uh, the uh, quarterfinals of this contest, but Rock had uh, a brief run. Um, uh, hashtag put Rock on Hulu or put Rock on Netflix because yeah or DVD know, something yeah give us something man I mean because the platform for sure yeah yeah because right now you can only watch Rock certain Rock episodes on YouTube you know but. You know, mm-hmm. it deserves better than that. Um, also, before we move on, Kyle Chapman says in the Facebook comments, I hate Zoom. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> brother. So apparently he, he wasn't able to connect on his end. So, you know, but you can try again. Maybe maybe you'll get it right. Um, but uh, next next matchup, uh, this one, this one here, uh, I think we all know what we're going to pick for this one. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air versus My Wife and Kids. Um. Uh, show of hands, who wants to vote for uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? Okay, so Fresh Prince of Bel-Air makes it to the quarterfinals. Sorry, my wife and kids. Um, I got I got a blurred eye view for, uh, for Fresh Prince, too. Okay, cool. Okay, yeah. Um, and also, Gary Threat says that there's no love for Thea. Um, yeah, Thea didn't last long enough for me to justify putting her show into the into the contest, so that's why that was my reason for not for leaving her off. But I left a lot of good shows out, so because I can only fit thirty two. But uh, but yeah, point taken, Gary. Uh, ne- just you smacking the face of Shelton Benjamin's mama. <laughs> <laughs> that's right, she did play Shelton Benjamin's mama. Yeah. Oh God, WWE back in those days. Uh, next match. Okay. <laughs> she was. Uh, next match we have everybody hates Chris versus the Boondocks. Mm. Oh. Everybody hates Chris versus the Boondocks. Um, let's begin with Patty. Uh, what do you got in this round? Yeah. So I'm. I don't want to be repetitive, but honestly, I haven't watched the Boondocks, and I did watch Everybody Hates Chris, and I really felt it was well written. I felt mm-hmm. it was relatable and just like hilarious as hell. So mm-hmm. I personally have to go with Everybody Hates Chris. Okay. One for Chris Rock show. Uh, Carl. Ah, this hurt. This one hurts. Mm. But I own the collection. Yep. Showing them off the first season. <laughs> so uh Oh I just picked up all three, but the first season was a Okay. So Boondocks for you, sir? Boondocks. 
All right. The R. Kelly episode. Oh, God. Jeez. <laughs> Somebody pee on me. I'm just going to move. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> bad lad. Uh, what, what do you got in this round? Oh, Docs. Be the last. It's, at the end of the day, and I watched both with, mm-hmm. with you know, the, the, just, you know, with, with, with the, uh, fervor. Yeah. Yes. No better word. Mm-hmm. But I just always got bigger last. For me personally, out of the boondocks. Okay. Yep. Gotcha. Uh, Brian, what say you? Uh, boondocks. Uh, pretty much like like she said earlier, I didn't watch Everybody Hates Chris. I love the boondocks. I, it's an easy vote for me. Hmm. Okay. Yep. And um, and I'll also uh, throw a vote there for boondocks as well. Um, it's like I said, it's a it's hard hitting humor. You know, it still resonates and like. I mean, the voice cast alone is exceptional. I mean, Regina King has, has one of her best performances as Huey and Riley Freeman. Can't go, you cannot go wrong with that. Um, also, uh, goddamn Uncle Ruckus. Oh, God. Uh, but uh. Bye, nigga Samurai. Come yep. on, bro. Yeah. Bye, nigga Samurai. Mhm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's real. But yeah. yeah. Boondocks makes it to, to makes it to the quarterfinals. Uh, next match, we have uh, Martin versus Keenan and Kel. All right, Martin versus Keenan and Kel. Let's begin with Brian. What do you got in this one? Damn, 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 damn. Uh, love Keenan and Kel. Uh, very underrated show. When it, when you look at the aspect of like the longevity of it, it's not something that's on syndication anymore. It's not something that you could find unless I don't know if Nickelodeon has like a teenage channel now. Like they have like little offspring channels and it's on there. But Martin Martin had the longevity. Mm. Yep. Uh, bad lad. How about you? Martin. Martin. Nickelodeon was they were equally as important to the networks, but it's Martin. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, Patty, how about you? Brian, hands down. I just think it's such a classic. Um, it was so impactful. So, Brian. Mm, all right. And Mr. Bird. Brian. Yeah. All right. So, old Marty Marr and company makes it to the quarterfinals. Yes. But we still love orange soda, don't we? I'm right. Yes. All right. So, next match in the second round, the Jamie Foxx show. Versus a different world. All right. So let's begin with uh, uh let's begin with you, Carl. Uh, what do you got? What do you got for this one? And this is hard. This is a hard one. <laughs> um, probably because I was when it was on TV. I'm a rock with Jamie Fox. Okay, so one for the Jamie Fox show. Uh, bad lad. How about you? Different world. Different world. Like as we're moving forward, I'm looking. I'm I'm, I'm tightening the screws. There's things I'm not budging on. And mm. Jamie Foxx was very coony, very campy, very kitschy. Mm. Don't give me because Braxton P. Hot in the break was my guy. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Garrett Morris for being on two of the shows that was in this tournament. Mm. This, uh, you know what I mean? Yep. So, but nah, different world. Yeah. Well, I got you. Uh, Brian. Um, man, that's another tough one. 
I'm going to go with a different world. It, mm-hmm. it, it just hits harder for me. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that, that's the easiest way I can put it. Okay. Gotcha. And Patty. Different worlds. I just loved it because, of course, you have the comedic aspects, right? You have the relationships, but they tackled some serious issues, too. I'm not going to get, you know, I don't want to bring the tone down or anything, but I was shocked at the time because I was 12 and I was like, oh, I can't believe they're showing some of this on TV. Um, Like, Creed had a pop, sorry, that, you know, involved that. So, yeah, different worlds for me, hands down. Mm -hmm. Okay, gotcha. And I will also throw another vote there for a different world. So it's four to one. Uh, so different world makes it to the quarterfinals. I'm at it. Yep, absolutely. And then wrapping up the second round, we have two more matches here. Uh, we have Living Single versus the Parkers. So Living Single versus the Parkers. Uh, what do you have for this one, Brian? I got to go with Living Single. Uh, like I said, as much as I enjoy uh, how the park has turned out, I wasn't a huge fan of Monique. I'm still not big on her. Um, Living Single was just that show. It, it was like it, it was a show about females, but the males related to it too. You know what I'm saying? Like we said with the two male characters. Yep. You know, we all knew an Overton. We all knew a Kyle. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. I, Living Single gets my vote. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Carl. If I was on t- watching TV and the guide button was on, mm-hmm. and I see Living Single on VH1 and the park is on. Um, say BET. You could say BET. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, t- yeah, that's on BET. Yeah. I'm going with Living Single. Okay. Living Single. Uh, Patty, how about you? Living Single. 100%. Um, I thought it was so well written. It was so funny. Um, and I just think it's um, it's iconic in its own way that I think the Parkers isn't, even though, like I said, I love Monique. I've seen her live multiple times, but Living Single. Mm-hmm. All right. And Bad Lad. Living Single. Yeah. Parkers was, was another one of those corny kids. How about this? Uh, Nikki Parker is to Professor Ogilvy and Steve Urkel was to Laura Winslow. Mm. Yeah. And yeah. you, you, you uh, yeah yeah that's that's facts right there um yep it's a it's a clean sweep here living single makes it to the quarterfinals and uh last but not least wrapping up the second round we have we have a family feud here we have the proud family versus urkel mania family matters so um yeah yeah so uh uh let's 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 hear from bad lad uh for this one uh what do you got in this one the proud family or uh, or Urkel's family issues, or whatever that show's called, I forget. I'm, you know I'm riding with you, Vince. <laughs> Proud family. Yep. All right. One for Proud and family. Don't get me wrong, because I I also met them. I met the cast of Family Matters. They came out of one forty eight during Comic Con, okay. and I sat with them. And and they are some of the most genuinely cool people. We sat yeah. for a good time. We had drinks. We had chicken. Like we broke. We literally broke for bread. Nice. But no. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, Patty, what say you in this contest? I literally love Family Matters. Like, Mm. I don't know what to say. Like, I genuinely love the show. I enjoyed it. I thought it was funny. Mm -hmm. I didn't take it seriously. It was a comedy. So, and I I thought it made me laugh. So, to me, it did its job, right? Like, I'm Mm. not looking for Citizen Kane, right? So, I would say Family Matters. Okay. All right. One for Family Matters. 
Mr. Bird, what you got? I got Rocket Okay, you're you're rocking with you're rocking with uh with the Urkel Express. Okay, um and uh, Mr. Lopes, what, what, what you I got? Have to vote, baby. Yeah, you you hey, you can explain why the Proud Family gets your vote. We'd love the to hear. Proud Family it. does not get my vote. With all due respect to a great lineup from, as you guys said, you know it sounds like they had an amazing cast. Um, but question, as yeah. a, as a as a podcast who is known as a nerdist podcast right yes who, who who made nerds cool in the 90s oh shit yes guys <laughs> them um um suspenders the glasses the glasses if you want to do the steve urkel dance all you gotta do is pick up your pants bend your knees and stick out your pelvis i'm telling you baby it's better than elvis <laughs> got my vote i should mute you just for that brian um <laughs> <laughs> Uh yeah okay um okay so well well proud family obviously gets my vote so it's two two for proud family but unfortunately there's three for uh for for Urkel Mania for Urkel Kingdom or whatever you want to call that show uh so yeah uh Family Matters makes it to the quarterfinals um I I, I will say that um that you know Family Matters it, it's 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 I, one, 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 one other aspect about Family Matters, which always got under my skin and still does, is whenever whenever they approach the moment where where the characters learn the lesson of the episode, you hear this corny, cringy background music, and it sounds so saccharine. And it's like, God, yo, you don't need to play the music. Just trust the moment. Trust the actors to convey the emotion. <laughs> Nineties family sitcoms were like that. Why are you talking about Family Matters? What happened? The music you talk about, very a la Brady Bunch. Yeah. No, I know, but I'm just saying, like, if you watch the Friday night ABC lineup back then. Yeah. Like, that's what that whole Cartoon Network thing was making fun of, right? Like, there was, like, a corny, <laughs> campy aspect to it. Mm-hmm. It was not just Family Matters. That's all I'm saying. True. Yep, true. Valid point, Patty. That is true. Nobody ever complained about Step by Step? Right. I mean, step well, un, well, unlike Family Matters, Step by Step was actually good. But anyway, um, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna move on there. Um, <clears throat> and we have we are in the quarterfinals here, so we have four matches here. So we're nar- we're, we're narrowing it down, y'all, uh, as we as we approach the final two. Uh, next up, we have the Steve Harvey Show versus the Jeffersons. So now these choices are starting to get a little a little more real, y'all. So, Steve Harvey versus the Jeffersons. Let's begin with uh, Brian. What you got? Ah, man. This is another one of those, like, legacy battles for me. It's like, do I go with what I watched or do I go with what I know? And for me, I have to go with what I know on this one. Steve Harvey show had a pretty easy road to where they are right now but you're going against a heavy hitter and and the jeffersons man it it gets my vote okay all right one for the jeffersons uh mr bird let's say you ryan's sentiments exactly mm, okay two two for sherman hemsley and isabel sanford um patty what do you got in this contest so i think as we're getting further I do have to weigh the impact a little bit more. 
is a legacy, right? Mm-hmm. So I have to say Jefferson's, although I want to see Harvey Barnett. Okay. All right. All right. So, uh, so you hey! your votes for the Jeffersons? Yeah. Okay. Oh wow, we have the most diabolical hater this side of the Mississippi joining us. All on the screen too. Yeah. All right, Kyle. Welcome, sir. Man, you don't want to know what the hell I just had to go through to get in here. <sighs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Sorry, man. I know Zoom's like ten, it's like technical difficulties. Stuff happens, man. But we're glad you made it, man. Uh, we're in the quarterfinals right now. We're voting on Steve Harvey. The Steve Harvey Show versus the Jeffersons. So, yeah. So we'll 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 we'll, 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 we'll leave you for last. So we're now. Uh, uh, bad lad. What do you got in this one? This is easier than everybody thinks. It's the Jeffersons. Mm. Like yeah, we like Steve Harvey, but stop playing. Like yeah. Before there was Steve Harvey, there was Sherman Hemsley. Like he's the predecessor. He's born that 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 sassy brash thing. Whatever the hell's on his mind. Mm-hmm. George George is the goat. Oh yeah, absolutely. So that's four. For, yep, four for the Jeffersons. Uh, Mr. Chapman, what say you? This is so wrong. Jeff, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Mama, don't hate me. I'm going Steve Harvey. Oh okay, okay. You you going for Steve Hightower? Okay, all right. Um, uh, for me, um, I, I, I'm going to go with the Jeffersons on this one because, you know, Jeffersons, it, it's that iconic show. Um, Steve Harvey's show was cool, you know, back in the day. I, I'll give it its due props. But, you know, you, you can't mess with, uh, with Wheezy and, with Wheezy and George, you know, the icons. Oh, Florence. Please don't forget Florence. Oh, and Florence, yes. That's a, that's like a triple threat right there. So, mm. yeah. So. Roxy Roca. Please do not overlook Roxy Roca, because yes, you know what I mean. She had, she handled she handled she was another one who was graceful in her approach, but she had to deal with the bobs that kept her being in an interracial marriage, mm. which was groundbreaking at the time. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It was groundbreaking at the time, and plus, I think it came like just like not not much not longer than like ten fifteen years after like the the Mildred uh, the Loving family uh, uh, decision in the Supreme Court. Right. So yeah. It was very groundbreaking for its time too. Right. So yeah, Jefferson's is the first of the final four uh, to make it, and now we have a tough match here, ladies and gentlemen. In one corner, you have one of the most iconic, Kyle, sir, sir. What's up? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you that, Victor. You were talking about torturing. <laughs> Oh, stop foreshadowing. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Take take that silly ass wallpaper off, off right now. <laughs> anyway, anyway, as I was so rudely interrupted, in one corner, you have one of the most iconic sitcoms of the 90s, as well as of all time, The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. And on the other corner, you have one of the most iconic... You have one of the most iconic. I'll switch it. I promise. I, I, just, I just had to see. I, mean, I promise I'll switch. I just, I just had to. Look, there you go. Promise skyline. Promise skyline. Oh, okay. Good. 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 All right. So yeah, Fresh Prince. And I'm of... the one with the green screen behind me. <laughs> right. Okay. So you have a tough matchup right here. All right. Fresh Prince of Bel Air versus the Boondocks. Oh. 
This is a tough one, y'all. It all roads led to this in the quarterfinals. There can only be one. Kyle, you have your hand raised. What is your answer? Family matters. No, I'm kidding. Um, I'm <laughs> 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 no, just joking. Um, I'm torn actually with this one because uh, whew, my man Ray Gomes calls Uncle Phil dad, and I'm not joking. Uh, I'm just going to go on a personal experience aspect. Um, I've gotten so many more things from Fresh Prince from the dap up to the dumb dancing to the um, the jump on it song. I mean, the Carlton dance. There's just so many influences in my life that came from Fresh Prince versus the Boondocks, which has a bunch, but they're all for comedic reasons. Well, my life actually has more memories with Fresh Prince. I'm going with Fresh Prince. All right. All right. One for one for Will Smith and company. Uh, Brian, what say you? This is the hardest matchup to date so far in this bracket. Um, the reason why we haven't talked about Fresh Prince is, like I said at the very beginning of this, you don't put a one seed against a one seed. And if you notice, this one seed has been all chalk the entire way. Mm-hmm. Now we have a contender. Mm-hmm. Boondocks, to me... When it comes to animated series, and I talked about this with the guys on the show, that I'm not an anime person. I'm not too big on that style of, like, drawings and stuff. But the boondocks just hit me. Like, something I didn't see before. Like, we all saw Mm. South Park and saw how edgy and raw that was. Boondocks was a different type of edgy and raw. Because it was a reality check. Mm. And it's a reality check for everybody not just the black culture but just for everybody yep. like i will always say my favorite episode was the dr martin luther king when he comes back and he's out of the coma yeah because it's like it's a it's it's real talk to everybody it's just like look y'all need to straighten the fuck up if not i'm going to canada and none of y'all coming with me mm-hmm. you know what i mean but it it just hit me in a different way yeah. but fresh prince of bel-air is such an iconic show and like kyle said i relate more to the Fresh Prince throughout my entire life than I do to the Boondocks in the short period of greatness that it has existed. In. Mm-hmm. So my vote is going to the Fresh Prince. All right. All right. Two two for Fresh Prince. Uh, Bad Lad. What's hey, do you hate Family Matters because your co-host looks so much like Urkel? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't see it. <laughs> Carl, we're buying new suspenders. He didn't see it. There we go. I don't see it. Wow. You already have one. You already have one member of a podcast walk up out of the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, okay, so uh, bad lad, what do you got in this in this contest? Fresh Prince of Bella, even though Boondocks is the better better show. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm. All right. All right. Okay. So three. Yeah. I, I like Fresh Prince more, but Boondocks is a better show. Like, like if, we, if we're really going to sit down and spend some time at this and want to get into writing, let's, let's stop playing because at a certain point, yeah, no. even Will Smith's character, mannerisms were very Martin-esque. Mm. Very, I mean, that's, very Martin-esque. That's true, but does the Boondocks better more because... because play, but mm. but the, the, we do the, know the, the, of the two more iconic is Fresh Prince against the edge, but trust me, 
Well, I love the Boondocks, man. For the purposes of this show, mm-hmm. it is Fresh Prince. Okay. All right. But do you think Boondocks is going to benefit from the um, fact that they actually can curse and um, they have that whole animation so people forgive it more thing? I think, and, and exactly. The fact that they, you know how much funny you got to be to sell it from an animation standpoint? Mm. Yeah, you sure. have to difficulty. You get points for that for me. True. Yeah. But okay. but my answer is still fresh prints. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. Uh, Patty. Yeah, my answer is fresh prints. Mm-hmm. I, I love just first of all the iconic nature of it. Um, but just I can relate to Uncle Phil. I can relate to Aunt Viv. And there were more serious moments, right? Like Kyle said. Of course, you have a Carson dance, right? I think it was Kyle who said that, but. You know, the, the episode where Carlton, um, I did, he rushed the fraternity and didn't get in because he wasn't black enough, right? Like, mm. that's something that I can relate to. And, like, I got really upset, right? And I was, you know, young when that came on. But I think it balanced it well. Like, yes, it was mostly comedy. But when it got into those more serious moments, I think it handled those well. Um, so, yeah, I would say Fresh Prince 100%. Yeah. Can I just say, yeah. Boondocks yeah. dealt with that kind of shit every episode. I haven't seen, I haven't seen everything funny. I haven't seen it. So, to, Except for that last season. I haven't seen Boondocks. Boondocks is an animated Chappelle show. I yeah. think the third season, though, was total. They should have just left that out. I think the or first two seasons to me were Boondocks. And, 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 and again, to your argument, bro, that's another reason why Fresh Prince wins because they did so. It's the biggie factor. They did so much in a short amount of time. Mm. But your catalog ain't long enough for me to ride with you all the way to the end. So. Indeed. Gotcha. And uh, Carl, what you got in this contest? You already, you already know where my heart is. Huh? I, I'm a Fresh Prince fan. Mm-hmm. All right. For all those reasons that all y'all said. Yep. Gotcha. Yeah, and also like uh, you know, props to the Boondocks, but you know, it's a clean sweep for this one. So Fresh Prince also gets my vote because I will say. Uh, unlike the Boondocks, uh, Fresh there was Fresh Prince had had not one bad season. All the seasons worked. That's so true. All yeah. the way to the end. 100%. Yeah. Uh, Boondocks, like season four, I think season four, Aaron Magruder wasn't involved in it, and it showed. Yeah. Oof, it was yeah. bad. Three. Season three. Was no season four. No. It was. Yeah. yeah, yeah, season season yeah. four. That's where Aaron Magruder left the show, and man, yeah, he left the you show. They brought four, they, they took a break and then came back. That I could have done without. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So Fresh Prince makes it to the final four. Next up, another tough match, y'all. Martin versus a different world. That's easy. It, it really is. Is easy? Okay. All right. Uh, in that case, Bad Lad, what you got for this one? Again, with, with, with quality control, we're getting tight on quality. Mm-hmm. Martin, for as iconic as it was, for as much as it made everyone laugh, and I'm going to go against popular opinion, the shit is coonery. Oh, oh. Dude, stop it. Stop it. Oh, hey, stop what it. are you saying? Don't look at me oh. like that. Stop it. Please stop it. What? Please stop it. The, the baby scene when it spits across a line, a, a baby across the room. Really, guys? Really? That's what we're doing? That's what we're working on? The, the 85 million characters that he played that were bordering, bordering on the nauseating. I mentioned, I mentioned Eddie that, Murphy I mentioned that before Wait, Word, word. Stop. Don't, you're giving this man more credit than he deserves. Stop. Is it wrong to have camp 
in a comedy though? Like, like, why is Cam bad? Look, uh, here's why. Here's why. Yes, and here's why. If we're crowning a black sitcom winner, if we're mm-hmm. if this, what we're saying is to the rest of the world, this is what black people see as equal parts quality and comedy that mm-hmm. represent who we are as a people. Mm-hmm. I'm not riding with the coon. I'm not. I'm not. I with don't the like Stop it! Like think about the thing that he would do to bring home a point. I I watched every episode. I watched it every week. I'm not. I'm saying there was times when Martin was doing way too much. He went overboard, but that's what camp is. Right. Okay. We just want to. Right. And I can't. I can't make camp be the camp be the champ. Oh, I I I agree with that. I just so so we're talking about substance over camp. Different world. Okay. okay. One for different worlds. Because, because what Martin didn't do was deal with no fucking issues. That's that is very that's true. That's true. I mean, that yeah, I, I was talking about a different world. They dealt with a lot of issues. I'm not saying. Anytime he tried, anytime he tried to be somber. Mm. Nope. Different okay. world. Gotcha. All, All right. right. All right. Uh, Patty, uh, what you got for this one? Yeah. To be clear, because I'm reading the chat, I'm choosing a different world because I prefer that show. It was better written. I liked the ensemble. Everybody brought something different to it. All I was saying was that I personally don't have a problem with camp and comedy. That's all I was saying. But it's different opinions, so it's okay. But I vote a different world. See, to me, camp is just, I need camp in moderation. That's okay. This is yeah. a, a different yeah. opinion. Yeah, that's Absolutely. Right. No wrong answers at the end of the no, day. No, one has to put that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, Carl, what you got? Albert Russell. Serious arguments. Mm-hmm. But I have to go with my heart on this one. And I'm going to go with Martin. Okay. One for Martin. All right. Uh, Brian. Like I said earlier, a different world, as great of a show as it is, it was something more for my brothers and sisters during their time compared to what Martin was for me. And this is no disrespect to a different world because it had a great run as well. Martin just was so over the top, iconic. It stood out in the crowd. It was so raw and raunchy. To And I know what oh, Bad Lad was saying. It was so raw and raunchy. Yes, I understand as a representation of what African-Americans enjoy in entertainment, but we cannot deny how entertaining it was. You know, was it over the top? Yes, because trust me, there's a lot of a lot of these shows that we are going through right now. There's a lot of negative in some of them too. Yes. But when we look at Martin, the show, it's considered like I don't want to say comedic gold, but at its time, it was probably as white hot as it could have been for that era when it comes to the comedy. Uh, like during that 90s sitcom era. So I have to give it to Martin on that one. Okay. All right. One for Martin. I stand by my statement knowing full well that I'm going to lose. And there, there's so no wrong answer. Like, but like you said, there's no wrong answer. Yeah, in it's just everybody's opinion. Yeah, these are just opinions. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, uh, Mr. Chapman, uh, what you got? Uh, it depends on what you're looking for. If you're looking for over-the-top funny, I'm going to reserve my vote until after I get done with my rent. If you're looking for over-the-top funny with uh, just some over-the-top characters, uh, you're going to go Martin. 
Uh, me personally, as bad as it sounds, I was, what, 11, 12? Judge me. I was a fan of Cole's hats back then and then. I always wanted to be one of some hats like Cole, as bad as they look now as an adult. But however, um, if you're going to tell me which one is the better show, as funny as Martin is, there's no comparison. A different world is killing it. It's messages with how to confront racism. It's show of black love and how Whitney and uh, Kadeem Hodgson, I forget his name on the show, my apologies, actually went from the beginning to the end of their relationship, how black kids can actually make it to college, get through college, Mm -hmm. and still have a good time in doing such. It taught so many lessons, and it still kept it in in terms of like a sitcom because they were had had funny elements to it. But um, it's in terms of which one's the better sitcom, it's a different world all day. It's not even close. Mm. Gotcha. Okay, well said, sir. And uh, <clears throat> let's see. And and for and as for me, um, I got to give it to a, a different world as well, um, because you know, while Martin while Martin was was a hilarious show and still is, a it different still is. yep, a, a different world had a lot more to say. And and uh, and as far as Martin goes, Martin never really approached any serious subject matter. They really kept it, you know, more, more broad. And, you know, nothing wrong with that. But like, if, if like, but but if we're talking about like like the best like black sitcoms like ever, like in terms of like real import and also balancing that with with good humor, you got to give it to a different world. So, different world. Since uh, the Cosby Show went in here, we're gonna be with a different world. <laughs> yeah uh yeah because like you know i I, th- I thought about that too because it was like you know well a different world was produced by by he who shall not be named so i was like you know what i figure you know that's the closest thing we'll get to that to that that show um i also want to put out there that um thursday nights were good back in the day because that's when martin was on because of new york undercover not martin yeah i've mentioned that before yep. undercover was the shit Oh yeah. I love that show. Yeah, New York Undercover was great uh, until they killed off uh, Michael DeLorenzo. Lorenzo. Then next show turned yeah. to shit. Yeah. 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 It tried to bring it back with Tommy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and you know, you know, R.I.P. to Thomas Michael Ford. But I was like, damn. So that was Tommy's job the whole time. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But yeah, okay. So different world makes it to the final four. And last but not least in the quarterfinals. All right. We have Living Single, iconic show, versus uh, Urkel's Family Problems. So explain to me, for those of you uh, certain individuals in this panel, explain to me why, why, you, why you think that family matters should be among the final four. Explain to me why you are so wrong. Please. I'll wait. I'll Chad, wait. Would you like to go first? Me? Yes, yes. All right. Um, number one, we got a porn star. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Y'all got to lay off Akeisha. It's not wow. right. I'm sorry. Don't judge. It's true. Don't anyway, judge. Um... You chose that lifestyle. <laughs> But um, I'm, I'm a more of a fan of Family Matters when Urkel was a side cast member, not the cast member. Back when they told stories about, you know, like uh, they had episodes with Geraldo, Waldo, Geraldo, Waldo mm-hmm. being a bully and how to how to get away with, not get away with, but how to approach situations when you feel you're being racially profiled by the police. Um just different variances of anything that the, you know, basic problems that you can have as an inner city kid 
versus Laura and Urkel at the end of the show. Um, if you ask me when it started falling off, and as bad as I, as much as I hate to say it, when Stefan Urkel became a character in that show, that show hit rock bottom for me. It was just not as entertaining. But previous to that, it was a quality TV show, and there was no way in the world Step by Step was better than Family Matters. But it wasn't. I heard. I heard. It was not. I watched both. It wasn't. I'll have to agree with you there, actually. Yeah. Back in Ben Carrie, Carrie, please block your ears. Back in the day, I had a thing for um, Miracle's Girl. Just gonna put that out there. Oh, I think everybody had a thing. Myra. I think Myra. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, Myra Monkhouse, you know? Okay, so 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 one for uh. Daughter of Robert Cool Bell from Cool and the Gang. Who? Huh? Yeah, that was his daughter, right? Myra, that was his daughter. Myra, yeah, daughter of Robert Cool Bell, Bell from Cool and the Gang. I didn't know that. I actually oh. met them all at my job after a performance, and they're actually so all the cool in the gang. They're so cool, man. Mm. Seriously, they're actually wow. really cool people. Really humble. Really uh, outgoing. Oh, word. That's what's hmm. up. Nice. Okay, so Kyle uh, votes for uh, for the Urkel Express. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, Mr. Lopes, I think I know what your answer is, but but please explain why you are so wrong. All right. Well, I'll explain why I'm not wrong by stating that Living Single, as great of a show as it is, as and there was another Black is, Kyle, by the way. There was another Black Kyle on that. Show yeah, I know. He actually had, he had hair. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, uh, Living Single is a great show, phenomenal show. I love the characters, love the depth. I love how I love the relationships. I know how I broke it down earlier talking about you had the two different relationships. You had the hustler with Queen Latifah's character. You had so much representing, you know, the working class woman during that time period, right? And I'm all for that. Love it to death. But as Bad Lad said earlier, if we're voting on a show that's going to represent what we as a culture want to not just in comedy, but also in seriousness. When you look at the two, it's a one-sided affair because you're not just getting one person's perspective. You're getting an entire family's perspective. You're getting the, you're getting the black cop in Chicago. You know what I'm saying? You're getting the working class mother. You're getting the grandma. You're getting the young children going through adolescence and developing and becoming young adults. And yes, I know you talk about the Urkel factor all the time, but don't get me wrong. He was one of the most lovable, huggable characters in in television. And with all due respect, the Cosby show isn't in here. As much as we would all say, you know, the Cosby show is a front runner to win this. If we're talking about family shows, this show is definitely one of those on that list. I'm not saying it's above the Cosby show, not at all, but it's right up there. It's in that top five. So for me, with all due respect to Living Single, as much as I enjoy the show, love the show, everything I said before, my vote goes to Family Matters. Okay. All right. It's fair. Fair. Okay. All right. Uh, Bad Lad, what you got? That's what you're putting in the time capsule? <laughs> Family Matters is what you're putting in the time capsule. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. I'll say that. I'll ask you a question. One of the reasons you said it was a they it had longevity because ABC refused to let that cash cow die. That's true. A word cash cow. Stop it. There was stop trying to put add depth 
to something that had zero. <laughs> Family Matters was was the great value version of the Cosby Show. It failed on all fucking facets. Every time they tried to touch a good topic, they made it so fucking campy. The gang make the gang bangers. I was not afraid of them fucking gang bangers. <laughs> it was the nineties. It was still Chicago. What about Willie? You made some of the, you made one of the most notoriously known, infamously known cities in our country for gangs and made them look like fucking ozone from breaking. Stop. God damn. They're not going to talk about breaking on this show. Nothing. There was nothing. Not to say living single was the Shakespearean antithesis of it, but damn. I I could have wrote Family Matters. Question. Come on, put, man. No, right. any, like I said before, and Brother Chapman wasn't here for when I said it, but I'll say it again. Every character that was not named Stephen Urkel could have been replaced, and nobody would, and you wouldn't have missed nothing. You sure wouldn't have made any different. Question. The time capsule thing. If nobody we were to put a time capsule, right? She, she was never replaced. If we were going to put... <laughs> She wasn't. Uh, if we were going to have a time capsule, we put a living single DVD or an Urkel doll in there. What would people recognize more? The marketing one. Absolutely. I'm not I'm not shitting on the marketing. It was marketing genius. But that's all it was. It wasn't a good sitcom. It was great marketing. Why? Because they shoved one fucking kid down our throat for 11 goddamn years. That's what Many I said, man. Times they started do doing that. One bring that show. shit dry. That shit was formulaic. It was sterile. It was bland. It was awful. <laughs> Living single is what friends tried to fucking be. Yes. 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 Fuck yes. that. Yes. Don't, you, don't you dare move family matters forward. Don't. That is one dimensional. Come on. You said. You, made, you rattled off. You threw your own argument, Brian. You yeah. rattled off. Every character in Living Single and gave a synopsis about every one of them. I did the same for Family Matters. Yes. You, no, you didn't. Yes, no, I did. You didn't. No, you didn't. Yes, I, did. I, I said didn't. I talked about the Chicago cop, the working mother, the two teens coming through adolescence, growing up and becoming adults, and then the revolution of Stephen Urkel. I did the same thing. Measure them. Because let's be honest, did, did Kyle Winslow play a real Chicago black cop? I mean, I'm not right, from well, Chicago. I can't answer that question. There was two episodes where he did have to do it. It was two episodes. <laughs> one, of them, one of them, he fought Stoney Jackson, my nigga. Let's not have this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he was shit. really going to die on this hill. <laughs> that is... Uh-uh. No, you won't. Stoney not, Jackson. Not as, my, not as my black brothers. I will not let you die on this hill. No, you won't. Terribly <laughs> written. Mm. You know what I really Terribly written. Mm. You said it yourself, Steph, Stephon Q. Urkel. Mm. And let's not act like the magic was there before he before he came. Stop it. Mm. It was it was okay. It, it wasn't it wasn't not gonna be nothing major without Urkel. We wouldn't be sitting here having this conversation today. They had like had four bad before. seasons toward the end. Living single had one. When Kyle left, yeah, the show died. That's, yeah, that yeah. should tell you. That should but tell you. one season. Yeah. Kyle leaves. The show. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of the seasons were amazing, though. They are. I mean, amazing, like you said, amazing. Yeah, what the hell? Mm. Like that's not amazing. And every they they could they could focus on every character. There was times where every character was the focus, 
and there was times where every character may have been omitted, and there was no there was no no no, no quality. You really lost no quality. I want to say something real quick. You didn't mention Urkel. Yeah. Forgettable. But, but real quick, so uh, I know I haven't voted yet, but on Living Single, there was also more depth. So like Regine, when she started off, you might have just been like, oh, she's shallow. She just likes to shop. She likes to find her things in life. But, you know, you got to know her more. I don't feel like that necessarily really happened on Family Matters. And I loved that show. But I will say that's a key difference is like, or like you can say, oh, Maxine, she's this kind of, you know, she's got an attitude and she's always getting in Kyle's face. But like, they would give you more depth beyond that first surface observation. I don't feel like that really happened to the family matter. So yeah. I feel like that has to be taken into account, right? Yeah. Great. Like I said, there's no wrong answer in this. No, no, you can go either way. No, there's a wrong answer in this. So so moving on, we got uh let's see, uh Patio, what what you got for this contest? So Probably you could tell Living Single, hands down. I love Family Matters. Honestly, I loved Urkel. As I said, Kyle, you missed it. I had a towel, and I have no shame about that, and I wish it was still at my parents' house, but it's not. Because <laughs> yeah. it's gone back in time. Mm-hmm. But um, Living Single was a better show. And as I was just talking about, there was more depth to it. Right? Whether you're talking about Khadijah, whether you're talking about... Um, I'm going to talk names. But Overton, like, you know, whoever. Like, as you go through the characters... Overton made the show to me. Yes. More things like as the seasons went on. Like I personally never saw that with Family Matters. It was enjoyable. It was funny. Like I said, I loved Urkel. I loved the dad. But Living Single was just a better show. So Living Single. All right, all right. So it's two, two and two. Uh, Carl, what you got in this match? Uh, damn. Everybody brought up compelling arguments. So with that being said, I got to roll with living single. <laughs> Everybody. Yeah. Oh, how do you always seem to make every the wrong decision? Character, every <laughs> character had its own story. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's all up in it. <laughs> You're too excited about this, man. Hmm? Well, yeah. trust me, I'm not mad they got eliminated. I just didn't think it was fair for them to go against Fresh Prince. So soon, yeah. yeah. That's true. That, that was my only gripe about oh, it. Oh, you're right. Well, no, that, 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 that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. Don't get me wrong. I love living single. So, like like we said, we're, we're, we're getting down to the nitty-gritty, so we literally got to find little reasons to dissect and figure out which yeah. one we're favoring more than the other. So. Yeah, Sinclair don't get me wrong. Was, I love living single. And Sinclair was so fine. Yeah, she was. Um, yeah, I gotta, yep, and you already know what my vote is, Living Single, 4-2, to two. so Living Single is one of the final four, and I, and, and like I said, at, at, like I said early on, early on in this, in this year tournament, I said, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll move Family Matters to another spot in the tournament to make it more fair, but you're, you're only prolonging the inevitable, and. Yeah, I, I never said you were wrong. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I tell you right now, my vote would have went to Fresh Prince. Okay, yeah, which 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 is as well it should, you know. And uh, hey, you know, family matters. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm sorry if you're giving me if you're giving me Fresh Prince and thing. I don't want one on one on one versus sister and sister. You know what I mean? Like that. It's not a fair matchup. You know? well, Somebody's got to get a layup throughout the bracket. True, true. Yeah, you know, you know. But uh, 
But yeah, uh, so yes, uh, justice has been served. Living single has made it to the final four. And my work here is done for the rest of this tournament. So let's wrap it up here uh, with with the uh, last three matches so we can determine a winner here. <laughs> so, uh, uh, finals match, the Jeffersons versus the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Iconic 70s show versus an iconic 90s show. Two luminaries in the sitcom genre so let's begin with uh mr chapman i think i i, th I see from your zoom background we have your vote am i am i right no honestly um i'm gonna put it to you like this um okay. if i was say 20 years older i'd probably be saying to jefferson's without question but in my time in my lifetime i'm gonna go with my experiences and bang Okay. This is uh, um I'm gonna put it to you like this. Uh, back in the days, let's just say that I wasn't as well behaved as I am right now, and uh, my mother found a lot of influences from what I was doing with television series. Um, and from that, I actually started watching Fresh Prince of Bel Air, and even when I started getting some of my you know earning some of my privileges back, I still became um, a fan. And honestly, I gotta say, name me a bad episode. Oh, wait. Yeah. Wait. Just yeah. give me one bad episode, and I'll change my vote. Yeah, that's that's a tall order. Oh, Brian, you got your hand raised. Wait, did they have one? When Aunt Viv mysteriously returned light-skinned? <laughs> that was oh not God. an episode. That was a... But you know what? It was, it was just that it, moment. It was just it, like... It, <laughs> and they, made it even, they even made it a joke out of it. When Jazz was like, there's something different about her. Yeah, oh, that's true. <laughs> Yeah. No, they don't. It wasn't a bad episode, but that was just that moment where you're like, huh? Mm. Yeah. I, I will say this. The previous Aunt Viv was better. Yeah. But the show, but even with the new Aunt Viv, the show got better. The new Aunt Viv ain't doing that dance, though. Yeah, she oh. ain't do that dance. <laughs> oh, yeah. In the, in the ballet? Yeah. 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 But I would say the show got better. The characters grew, but and there is something. There is something I'm saying. I'm saving for a blurred, blurred eye view. Okay. For, uh, regarding Fresh Prince. Okay. Something that's gonna break. Some something that's gonna bring up some discussion in the chat. Okay. Cool. All right. Awesome. Hey, Carol, you better watch that. I wrote, I reason I like Carol stuff too. By the way, don't that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'm gonna see that. All right. So. Uh, so Carl, um, um, so your vote is for. Fresh um. Honestly, I had my top three favorite shows throughout the nineties. In Living Color. Got my ass whooped. <laughs> so I guess you wouldn't be reading that book then. Mm -mm. <laughs> Too many bad memories. <laughs> Monday Night Raw. Got my ass whooped. <laughs> I'm thinking WCW Saturday Night got your ass whooped. 1900, 909, 9900. That one got me damn near killed. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And the Fresh Prince. Okay. Fresh Prince got my vote. All right. So two for Big Willie style. All right. Uh, Patty, what say you? I got to go with Fresh Prince because that's so much of like 
to so many years of my life, right? Like it was on for so long, like we're talking about. I did really prefer the original Unfit. I can't let that go without commenting that. I didn't actually like the new actress, but the quality of the show didn't suffer. Sometimes when you switch out a main person, it just like goes to shit, but they were able to like keep it going. So I gotta go with Fresh Prince. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's an excellent point too, yeah. Yeah, the overall, I think everybody stepped their game up once they found out that everybody was replacing. Mm. Oh, that's yeah. good. I didn't think about that. Oh, yeah, it's a good point too. Yeah, and uh, Brian, what say you? Um, I'm pretty much going to echo what Kyle said. If I was 20 years older, the Jeffersons would probably be my vote. But if I'm going to write a book about my life and things that influenced me, Fresh Prince of Bel Air is on that list. Mm. So right. I have to give it to Fresh Prince. Right. And last but not least, Bad Lad. So I am 20 years older. Yep. Right? No, no, I'm, I'm 50, so like, I remember. Really? You don't look that old. Brother, I didn't know black, you were... don't crack. Oh, fucking sides, though, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> um, So, to have experienced both, um, I am I am going to give the nod to Fresh Prince. Mm. Towards the end of Jefferson's, it got stale because both suffered from. Uh, characters switching off like this first and second line and all that. Uh, and and I'm trying. Tr- which one would folks in the chat help me out? I know my girl Andrea can tell me which one was the first line of Jefferson. The one with the afro or the one with the short afro? Because one with the afro was the better one. But afro. 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 Yeah, right. Yeah, the afro dude. So the first line of Jefferson was the better one. Second mm-hmm. one, he was he was. Yeah, you know what I mean. And yeah. like you said. Uh, Matt, uh, uh, Daphne Maxwell Reed, you didn't really, she didn't really affect the the the, the quality of the show. Mm-hmm. They was yeah. able to write around her, so to speak. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And uh, uh, to me, Jefferson's fizzled out towards the end, where Fresh Prince kind of stayed the course and kind of, you know, what I mean, stayed stayed pretty decent all the way to the end. So Fresh Prince. Okay. And uh, and with that, um, I'll also throw my vote in there for Fresh Prince as well. So it's a clean sweep. So Fresh Prince makes it to the final two. Uh, But Jefferson's had a hell of a run in this tournament. Um, You look at at the shows it went up against. It went up against Sanford and Son, uh, Rock, and the Steve Harvey show. So, yeah. By the way, Rock Rock caught a bad break, man. That was one of my favorite shows. Yes, he did. I voted for that. I love that show. show. I wish it had gotten further. Yeah, and and, and honestly, not too many sitcoms that we even have on this list would have seen another season if they went live. Yeah. They did a whole season Please believe, live it. Please believe it, bro. Yeah. Another yeah. another bite from NBC when they did it with Will and Grace. They didn't even do a whole season. They just did exactly. an episode. Yeah, yeah. Right out. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like, exactly. Yeah. Groundbreaking, absolutely. I agree. Oh, yeah. All right, so Fresh Prince makes it to the final two. Next up, uh, we have A Different World versus Living Single. Uh, um, a Different World versus Living Single. Only one can make it. Only one can. Only one of these shows will stand up against the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. So, uh, you know, I'm gonna throw it out in the chat. Who wants to start off? Who wants to? Who has their vote ready? I'm gonna do my best Eddie Ortiz impersonation. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> If you didn't watch the set this weekend show, <laughs> it explains itself. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh man. So uh 
so yeah, um, so Kyle, Brian, you, uh, Brian, do you have sure, that? sure, sure? I'll, I'll go first. <laughs> um, damn, 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 damn. Um, mm. I really don't know. I'm <laughs> legitimately torn between the two because, like I said, growing up, a different world was a, like a family thing for me. Um, living single was, like I said, a show of my generation where I, I committed to watching the show and it grew on me so much during that time period. I have to go with living single. Like it it just, it's, it's another one of those staples. It's that show for me. Yeah. Okay. All right. One for living single. Uh, Carl. You have a decision. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with living single, and okay. this is this was definitely hard. But I mean, I know the greatness that was a different world. I just have more of a connection with living single. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. You know I mean? And not to mention Sinclair was just fine. Okay, Carl. We get it. <laughs> That's like the third time you said that. He's not lying, though. I know, but damn. Yeah, Carl's all thirsty and whatnot. Anyway, uh, uh, Patty, uh, what have you got uh, for this contest? This is the hardest um, contest to me all night. Mm -hmm. But I have a deeper personal connection to living single. So as great as The Different World was, as many um, issues as it tackled, as great as the writing was, I was just a little bit older. Well, I, I couple of years older right and it just like hit me more like i would wait for 8 30. i can't say that i waited for a different world i was younger like that was more my sister show as much as i loved it so i have to go with living single mm. okay all right so that's three uh bad lad what you got please help me out brother oh, i'm not sure what you want me to say <laughs> <laughs> help my decision oh no 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 um different living single living single Different, different world, and I'm going based. And don't get me wrong, that that final season of of uh, of living single, you got to kind of attribute that to the fact that they saw the writing on the wall and they had to wrap it up. Mm-hmm. So the storylines moved quick. Regine found somebody and then she got married, and you know what I mean. But there were still great moments of comedy in there. Mm-hmm. Towards the end, when Bumper Robinson and all them was staying at Billy D. Williams' house in different worlds. Like, mm, it just, it just, it, the brakes came off, mm. so to speak. It did. It the order to the wheels fell off. Yeah. Right. It did. It didn't end well. Neither did Living Single, but it was the less of the two car wrecks. Mm. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? So, definitely Living Single. Okay. All right, so that's four for living single. Uh, Mr. Chapman, have you arrived at a decision? Yeah, but um, kind of weird the pros and cons. Um, in terms of longevity, there was a year difference. Uh, a different world going six years, living single going five. Uh, but me personally, somebody got to do it. You know what? Who didn't want those Kadeem Hardison and glasses back in the day? <laughs> <laughs> True. Okay. Right. So di- yeah, yeah. So different. So different world gets one vote. Uh, so it's not a com- it's not a complete sweep. Um, you know what? Uh, it, this was a hard decision for me too. Um, they're both iconic shows. Uh, I, I will say, um, 
Man, if I had to choose, I'm gonna go with Living Single uh, because that's that's a show that I connect with more, um, uh, more than a different world. But a different world, you know, it, you know, you you can't you cannot um, disregard its legacy at all. Uh, Living Single is the real Friends. You know, you know, friends, yeah. fr people give friends its flowers and all this, but you know, Living Single made the bouquet. It grew the bouquet yeah. from when it was seeds. All right, so. So let's not get it twisted. So when you look at television history accurately, you have to say Living Single was the show that that Friends, you know, got its whole style from. So, so yeah, a Living Single makes it. And I will say uh, to to answer someone else's to answer your point, Brian, earlier about Family Matters, as far as like cool nerds, Kadeem Hardison with the Dwayne Wayne shades alone tops yeah. everything that Urkel Facts, did. Buddy. So he, yeah. he made nerds cool. Yes. That's yes. Fair. Absolutely. Fair. Yeah. So, there you go. So yeah. Now. You just mid hurt. Hate family. <laughs> no, your hatred for Urkel is like terrifying to me. <laughs> I mean. Legitimately, I'm afraid of you now, Victor. I, I, well, I, I mean, I, I mean, I, I, I gotta say, like, it, maybe it's, it's, a, it's a, a little, a little amped up, you know, for the cameras and all that for the podcast, but you know. That's about the show, right, Vic? Victor, if you need a place to hide the body, I'm your co-defender, bro. <laughs> no, it, it, <laughs> I mean, I don't like cheese. I mean, I like I like cheese, but in moderation. <laughs> in moderation, yeah. But um, but but anyway. yeah, but you know, but you know, um, fam Family Matters did not make it to the final fourth, which is my mission for this tournament, so my work is done. So with that, um, um, uh, we we have we are down to the nitty gritty. We have to determine a winner. So. Two shows, two iconic 90s black sitcoms, two prime sitcoms um, that can only prime be... Rappers. Yes. This is, this is like Jay-Z and Nas, Biggie versus Tupac. This is Citizen Kane versus Casablanca. This is Do the Right Thing versus Malcolm X. Uh, this, is, this is Dark Knight versus, um, I, don't, I don't know, insert MCU film here. This is... Omega? Oh, Okada Omega, yes, uh, right. for 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 oh, New Japan yeah. fans. This is the okay. Kazuchika Okada versus Kenny Omega of this contest. All right, we have in one corner the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. In the other corner, we have Living Single in a '90s kind of world. I'm glad I got my girls. So let's begin. There can let's determine a winner here. Let's begin with uh, my co-host, Mr. Bird. What do you have for this round? A money in the bank cash in. Homeboys in outer space is cashing in. <laughs> God damn. It's a triple threat. <laughs> First of all, we're not going to pull a Miz here and have somebody walk off the show in silence. So <laughs> That was common. That was. Man, that was. <laughs> oh, oh man, I'm so glad I was there for that moment. Yeah, God, that you show was terrible. No idea. <laughs> man. Um, my show that I have watched during lockdown mm -hmm. multiple times from beginning to end, and then I did learn, and I do notice VH1 does not air the episode where Will gets shot. Fresh Prince. Hmm. Oh, they don't air that episode, huh? They don't air that episode. They they skip right over to when he comes home. Wow. 
Interesting. I wonder what the story behind that is. Okay. All right. So somebody getting shot during daytime TV. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So one for Fresh Prince. Uh, Patty. What's your so, decision? I have to go with Living Single. I love Fresh Prince. I know it's iconic. It launched Will Smith's movie career, but I just have such a connection with Living Single. And like I said, I would literally wait for it all week. I I don't even have another comedy series that I ever felt that way about. And the writing, the characters, everything. So. Mm. Rush Prince also had amazing writing, too, but for me, I have to go with Living Single because it's the show that I enjoyed more. Yep. Okay. All right. One and one. Uh, Bad Lad, what's your choice? Living Single. Living mm-hmm. Single. Uh, he was asked earlier, give me an episode of Fresh Prince that wasn't funny. Carlton wants to become a bowler. I said that wasn't good. It was her. Oh. Uh, it was her. That episode was horrible. Stop no, it. It, was horrible. it wasn't the best show. It was still good. <laughs> anything, to, anything to put BB King in a pool hole. Like, stop it. Stop it. <laughs> uh, no. Um, and uh, if we're talking, if we're talking character for character, you got it. You now you got to bring the forgotten one that they wrote the story around back into the fold. Daphne Maxwell Reed did not help. Yeah. Mm. And to me, the the introduction of Trip wasn't as big as a big as the the, the switching of the octaves. Mm. Okay, you know yeah. what I mean? Yep. And 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 both their last, even though Fresh Prince lasted longer, I still I attest it to Will Smith's popularity. One year. They, 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 he didn't mature as a character. Their, their characters didn't mature as characters. Like Patricia said earlier, we all had uh, initial thoughts about everybody in Living Single, but as they grew, so did their characters. They matured, and we learned more about them, and so did, did, uh, did, uh, did our, uh, our opinions of them. Mm. Fresh Prince stayed very one-dimensional all the way through. Mm. Okay, well. Not saying they didn't tackle issues... Didn't don't say didn't have a diverse you know you know a writing set, but just if we're going to me it boils down to the characters and to me Living Single had they didn't make a white French Prince of Bel Air. Hmm. Yeah. So they made a white Living Single. That's right. Very true. Hmm. Very true. Okay. That's Living Single. Hmm. Uh, Kyle, I gotta severely disagree with that one. Um, in terms of a strong black figure raising a family. Um, you can either go with what Vic hates. I know you can say the Cosby show, but the, it's just the responsibilities, the lessons. There was progression in character change. Ashley went from a little girl to a grown woman. Um, Carlton went from a just really tight neck preparatory person to somebody who actually, let's just say it became, uh, I don't want to say it, Let's say he became more down to earth. Um, you've seen uh, Will. Will went from an irresponsible teenager to going off on his own at the end of the show. And with the lessons that Uncle Phil. Man, you don't point to me one person who watched that episode when his father came back, came back into his life and then left him that didn't have a tear in his eye. Mm-hmm. That right there actually awakened everybody's ears, I'm excuse me, eyes, 
to show that Will Smith is a great actor, number one. And number two, it showed a lot of growth in that character. There is a lot of lessons that can be learned from that show. And that's just from listening to just this man. And it's a lot more than just going to a pool hall and whooping somebody's ass to get your family's name up. This show itself, from the concept, Quincy Jones started this concept for this show drunk and he saw Will Smith and just said, you want a show? Will Smith said, um, I'll think about it. He said, well, if you go out of that door and you think about it, the deal's off the table. And essentially, I'm wrapping up the conversation. And then out, out of nowhere became this show that replaced, uh, which, what, what was it? I want to say it was Full House uh, and became an absolute household phenomenon. If you hear it's not unusual of the first beat, everybody automatically thinks Carlton Banks dance. The show itself is absolutely incredible. One of the staples in black history when it comes to sitcoms. And I got to say, it's had a show with a buck living single. That's just me. Hmm. Okay. All right. If I can just quick, quick rebut, just because I didn't. Living single is iconic and unlike any others because I'm on, I'm just. It's still dealt around family. Mm-hmm. It's mostly every one of our black sitcoms that we talked about. Every one of them mm-hmm. revolved around a family, mm-hmm. a matriarch, a patriarch, mm-hmm. children. This one had nothing to do with that. This was adult centric. This was coming of age for black people mm-hmm. at a, a very poignant time. And I think that is what NBC saw it in it to bite it as hard as they did. And I just think that impact alone is why. I give them the edge. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just trying to stand behind my statement. That's all. Oh, no, brother. No, we're not saying either one of us. Right, yeah, right. I got you. It's everybody's point of view. That's the beauty of that's the beauty of a conversation like this, man. You're going to get perspectives from everybody. Nobody's perspective is wrong. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Brian. Um, with this one being the finals, I am very happy with these two choices, just so you know. Um, living single for me, is a culturally diverse, or not culturally diverse, but it's such a crossover success that, like you said, that lad, they literally spawned friends off of what they did. Mm-hmm. And that just goes to show you the power of this show. All, fem- all female leads on the show. That's female yes. leads. Yes. Yeah. And the ages, too, because like you were saying, Bad Lad, they didn't have, like, post-college, a show like that. Like, right. we didn't have that yeah. back then. And that's why friends, you know, whoever, they, they were like, yo, we got to do this shit. Because they realized the power of that and the fact that they had the male characters in there. Usually, it would have just been the four women, right? Yep. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, to me, all the props in the world to live in single. Like I said before, the greatest TV showman's Overton Sinclair. <laughs> it, 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 it just warms my heart. Yeah. And like I said, if it's on, I will not turn the channel. Hmm. But like you said, also, we're picking a show that's going to represent, you know, if we're presenting this to, say, the white world or the Spanish world or the Asian world, like, what is that show? Fresh Prince of Bel-Air checks every single box for me. You have the hmm. comedy. You have the serious talks. You have the evolution of characters. You see the growth, like I was bringing up with Family Matters, the growth in these characters. And the way I look at it as, if I was to sit down and show my kids a show, 
I have no kids, but say in like 10, 20 years, I'll sit down to show my kids a show. I think they will attach quicker to a show like Fresh Prince of Bel-Air because of the family aspect. And it would take them longer to understand the greatness of a living signal. So as great as living single is, and as much as I want to praise it, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, when we talk about iconic shows, like Kyle said, it's not unusual. The, the first thing you're doing is this. You know what I'm saying? You hear Apache, jump on it. Dun, dun, dun. It it hits you. You know, the the story of just even even the whole basketball thing. Remember when uh, Will and Carlton are playing basketball and basketball Carlton doesn't Will. give Will the last shot? It, it, they're like little lessons. And, and Uncle Phil. I know we talked about how the Cosby Show is not a part of this list. If there is a TV dad out there, and I talked about how Red, Red Fox was influential in my household. We could talk about, you know, uh, the Jeffersons. We could talk about, you know, Carl Winslow. Uncle Phil is that father figure that I feel like, and I'm, and I'm stereotyping here. In this community, sometimes that father isn't there to be that father figure. But it's good to know that a young black male can look at another black male and say, you did more for me than this man has ever done. And in that show, in my eyes, it, it like encapsulated that. So mm. my vote is going to go to the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Mm. Okay. All right. Yeah, um, I've heard a lot of compelling arguments on, on both sides here. Uh, you can't go wrong with either show uh, because they're both innovative and groundbreaking uh, for many reasons. Um, on the one hand, you have uh, Fresh Prince um, for having that that excellent balance of, of humor and also not being afraid of tackling serious issues. Um, it also it also like showed growth among the characters. Um, and even even Will Smith, even though he still had that you know the big Willie style Will Smith isms, um, but he you saw you saw you saw growth in his character. Um, Uncle Phil. Definitely one of the greatest uh, TV da dads in any television show. Um, the late great James Avery, R.I.P. Um, and also, too, uh, also a side note for those who haven't seen the HBO reunion special, please do so. It was good. It was really that was good. excellent. Yeah, and and that was. I thought it should have been longer, but that's my mm, only complaint. Yeah, and that was where you saw um, uh, Daphne, um, Janet Huber, and Will Smith actually patch things up. I never, who who in their right mind would thought they would ever see that after twenty years of beef, especially just more yeah. more more so one sided beef. I was more shocked about the backstory because I knew she left the show, but all these years I never knew why. Mm. So hearing that why, and seeing them two adulthood. talk about it was like, oh shit. Yeah. In my adulthood, I found out why, but I mean. Yeah. Will was Will was bad for that one, man. Yeah. Just, I mean, I can't actually. Let me put it this way: I can't reserve judgments. I don't. I wasn't in the room. I don't know what the context it was said in or how it was said, but still, he could have killed that story instantly. Yeah. And and yeah and, and living single I mean from the from the cast to like the presentation of you know uh, four black actresses you know you know as as working professionals you know being inspirational in each each of their ways the chemistry among among the cast um even even some of the guest appearances were were, were popping for example like when they, when Mario and Melvin Van Peebles uh, guested on the I, show and was the, the other day yep. yeah yeah. <laughs> Um, and Kyle Kyle makes that comment, makes that crack like, oh, look look at Regine dating Sanford and Son. 
and then he hums the theme music when he leaves. Oh man, uh, that was cool. Uh, man, and, and also of course you can't forget Khadija's uh, on and off boyfriend Skeeter, aka Black Lightning. So, <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, so I mean, a scooter, yeah. Um, although I, I, although somebody said in the comments earlier, the Equalizer is dating Black Lightning, so you know. <laughs> uh, I haven't seen the show. I actually want to watch it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, God, this is really tough for me, man. Um, I, I, I will say, uh, um, if if we were rating, if we were rating both stars on a, on, a, on a star system, um, I'll say Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Gets five and a half stars. Living single gets five stars. So with that, I'm gonna have to give this one four to two to Fresh Prince of Bel Air uh, to win the best black sitcoms tournament. Try Patricia. Um, I'm so pissed. Yep, yep, we, we tried. I mean, I gave my best argument. I have so much more to say. I'm like, let me shut up before well, you and Carl ban me forever. Well, the, 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 well, also, also, I will say the reason. Also, another reason why I'm voting for Fresh Prince is because, well, if I voted for Living Single, it'd be three to three, so it'd be a tie, and we and we can't. You could have, you could have flipped the coin. You could have, no, no, no. You could have thrown it out to the chat. Okay, you know that's what? That's not a reason. That's not a reason to not vote for who you honestly believe. Hey, wait a minute. Actually, no, 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 no. That is a reason. And I support and I wholeheartedly agree with Mr. Amoyo here. I don't think there should be a fan vote. The fact that it's four to two is a definitive winner. Thank you, Mr. Amoyo. Don't do that. <laughs> he only did it because he needed to make a choice. No, I don't agree with that at all. Yeah, I don't agree with that at all. Oh, my God. Okay. Okay. That has already been casted. Okay. After all that, after all those... But we just sitting here debating nope. this for right. hours. I want a real answer, and right. we can throw it out to Pat if it's a tie. Yeah, but oh, Victor, I agree with you. I said, all them sitcoms, and then go, well, you know what? We can't have a tie, so... Are you kidding? No. Oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. All right, all right, all right. Listen, okay. I got the best idea. Tell this on Friday, Zoom unity. Um, uh, Tune in, y'all. Okay. Yes. Well, 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 no, we 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 can't leave with a cliffhanger. Okay. To your point, to your point, Patty and and, and Bad Lad, it's a it's a fair point. It's a fair point. Okay. So, you know what? To 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 make things spicier. All right. You know. All right. We'll 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 have it three to three. And now, since since the since the vote now is currently three for Fresh Prince. Three for living single. Let's let's look at both the Zoom comments and the Facebook comments to determine who's gonna who's gonna break the tie. Okay, so we have what? we have Lauren Nance in the, the Zoom chat who casts her vote for living single. Okay, that's one. Um, we have Kerry Brown in the Facebook comments who casts her vote. Uh, Kyle for living Conspiracy. single. Conspiracy. Yeah. No, she already said she likes Carl, you know. Okay. Um, and we also have Andrea in the in the Zoom chat who also casts her vote for Living Single. So that's three extra extra votes. So the the final the final vote is Fresh Prince of Bel Air three, Living Single six. So ladies and gentlemen and party people, <laughs> nationwide. 
the winner, the undis, the winner and undisputed champion of the Codex Prime Black Sitcoms Tournament is Living Single. Controversial. Check it out. Beep, 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 huh? I'm not bad, but I like controversy, Vic. <laughs> yep. I, I mean, mean you, you know that you declared the Fresh Prince the winner. I, you see, you counted the votes. Oh, there's an asterisk on this one, buddy. There's an asterisk on this one, Vic. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 don't I, get me wrong. No, 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 single or whatever, but yeah. this is an asterisk on you. When y'all go to tell the story, explain why he voted for them. Mm-hmm. When you tell the story, explain mm-hmm. why he voted for Fresh Prince. Yeah, true. That's all I ask. True. Are y'all gonna storm the Capitol now? Why? Get the tiki torches. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, like, wow. He, uh, cut, uh, 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 take the take that footage off before you get before you get copyrighted. Before we get copyrighted, yeah, take that yeah. off. So, yeah. So, um, I, I so I I will say like 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 I said earlier, like I said, if we had to rate it on a star scale, uh, uh, a Fresh Prince of Bel Air is five and a half stars. Living Single is five stars. So. But 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 that being said, I mean like like, like to, to Patty and Bad Lad's point, my reasoning was like okay okay we're it's basically we're we're, like, we're almost we're almost to midnight and I gotta I gotta vote for something. They're both great shows. They're both classics. So hey, who's gonna who's gonna get mad at my vote? But hey, you know what they 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 were like you know what stop the count. Let's let's recount and all this. So I'm like all right fine. Let's take it to the chat and we took it to the chat and the chat voted. So we have living single 90s kind of world i'm glad i got my girls you're glad you got your girls so there it is um i i, I will say thank th- i mean i mean if we have to put an asterisk on living single fine fine i'll concede that but anyway yes ladies and, ladies and gentlemen party people thank y'all so much for tuning in <laughs> what the we were wrong we were wrong we were wrong uh, uh, oh my God! Uh, I, I don't. This is this is well, controversial. Big. I don't know. Big living single. Uh, um, this is controversial. You, you you made the vote. <laughs> you announced the winner. Yes. And then, uh, I, I don't know. I, I I okay, Brian. I acknowledge that it's controversial, but I want it to be more fair. Um and 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 and, and, and you know and, and I and I will admit that I was I was trying to rush to the end because you know we are we are pretty late. And I want to be respectful of y'all's time, but but Bad Lad and Patricia were right to call me out for for voting for the wrong reasons after after that. So I will concede that. That being said, yes, we have a definitive undisputed winner. That winner is Living Single, but Fresh Prince of Bel Air is still a classic as well. They're both classics. You can't go wrong with either show. I mean, it's it's black excellence all around. We love it. We love to see it. Y'all love to see it. And with that said. Thank you to our esteemed colleagues, our esteemed panelists here, friends of the show, for joining us. Um, I know it's mad late; it's eleven eighteen, so and, and and we all we all got work in the morning. So thank you, Patty, for joining us. Uh, thank you, Bet. Uh, thank you, Bad Laddie. Have a good night. Um, Kyle Chapman. Yep. Pe- peace out. All right. See ya. Yep. See ya. Have a good one. Um, uh, big ups to uh, Brian. Thank you and, and and Kyle. Thanks as well. Uh, uh, no call- yep. Oh yeah, absolutely. And uh, and Mr. Bird, um, uh, tell the good people uh, where they can find our uh, podcast. 
everywhere. Everywhere. Yes, indeed. We are everywhere. SoundCloud, uh, Facebook Live, uh, Spotify, Google Play, um, iHeartRadio, and iTunes, where you can hit us up with that five-star review. Uh, yeah, and you can also on catch... social media and Facebook. Thank you for watching, Instagram, and Twitter. Yep, absolutely. And you can also catch uh, the UWO podcast every Sunday on Facebook Live as well. Yep. Um, so yeah, uh, yeah. Thank y'all. Thank y'all for watching. Uh, thank y'all for listening. Thank you to everyone who uh, left comments in the in the Zoom chat and the Facebook chat. We appreciate y'all. And as always, we will catch you on the flip. Peace out, nerds. Later.